to Bygones, the Animatville rewatch show where we rewatch every episode through 2018 eyes. I'm Laura Dane Parker. I'm Eleanor Parker. And today is an exciting episode because we have another guest on the show. We do. Um, we've got Alice Farrant here, who is a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, Alice, hello, welcome. Hello. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, and uh, what made you want to come on the Bygones podcast? I mean, it's only got to be a similar reason to you, really. I watched Ally McBeal when I was younger. Not religiously, it was one of those things where you sort of catch the odd episode or the odd season, so I watched more of the later ones than the yes. earlier ones. Yes. And uh, I remember loving it. I remember thinking Ally and Billy were meant to be. Yes. Uh, didn't we all? <laughs> didn't we all? Love the dream. And just, like, coming back to it as a 30-year-old feminist woman is very, very different to when I originally watched it. Yeah, you sort of feel like the rug's been pulled out from under you. You're like, hang on, what? I think you coined it perfectly with Billy Butthurt. <laughs> quite. I mean, I feel quite butthurt that Billy turned into Billy Butthurt. I was like, this is not what I remembered. But it was in front of us the I whole know. time. It was right there, right in our face, and we didn't see it. Well, we're very excited to have you on today's show as our yes. second ever guest. I know. Um, so what are we discussing today? So today we're discussing season one, episode 21, uh, called Being There. It first aired 4th of May, 1998. Okay, so that must have been like, mem- not Memorial Day weekend. It would have been an early May Day bank holiday for the UK. But yeah. I, guess the UK I know nothing about that. Memorial weekends. <laughs> That's the anyway. end of May. So... That's the what? The end of May. Oh, okay. Memorial Day. Okay. We interrupt this program for Eleanor's cultural stuff. Brought to you by the 90s. The decade more problematic than it looks. UK number one was Boyzone, All That I Need. Do you remember this one? What the hell? I thought you were going to say something like... I have no memory of that song. No. I, I think it went something like... Um, I mean, I was never a massive boy no. fan. Take that. I was E17. <laughs> you were? I was Ant and Deck. No, PJ and Duncan. But then, but then you were Backstreet Boys. Then I was Backstreet yeah, Boys. Which yes. I think that's yeah. fair. That's yeah. good. But yeah, no, I was E17. You were? <laughs> I was like Brian Harvey for life. <laughs> And then he like ate too many jacket potatoes and put himself over, and I was like, I'm not sure about this. It was only then that I was like, only then. I'm not sure about this. But yes, yeah, so but what is that Boyzone song? I think that I think it's uh, was all that I need is the la 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 la, and that's all I can think. I think I'm gonna look this up because I don't know what this is, and I want to know. Oh yeah, so kind of like that. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm understanding why I just say that, man. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, interesting. But I'm glad I did not stand for Boyzone back then. No, I was never a boy. It was. And then Westlife came out, and there was like, these are even worse. Yeah, like, well, what's happening? It was all just ballads, wasn't it? it was yeah. Very rarely anything. I like a dance. Fun, yeah. Take that one more about. The Fun. dancing and and the boyzone were definitely not boyzone. E seventeen were more kind of dance based. Many because like half of them couldn't sing. Were they dance based? Take that word. No, no. E seventeen. Uh, they just stood around in big puffy jackets, oh, like okay, maybe well, that's a classic song though. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that that song, um, what's it called? The one that you were just, with the puffy jackets and the, um, oh, what, the Christmas, Christmas one. number one? Yeah. What was that? Is that not, I don't know if this is right, Stay Another Day. Stay Another Day. So what I love about that song is that everyone in the UK sees it as a Christmas song, but it's actually got nothing to do with Christmas. And the only thing about Christmas is it's got bells in it. So Tony Mortimer was like, guys, if we just uh, stick some jingle bells on this, then we are set for life. Because Christmas songs can like bankroll us forever. Yeah, completely. He wasn't stupid. He wasn't wrong. No. No. Okay. Anyway. So the next bit <laughs> the next bit I've got in now brace yourselves because this is someone dies at the oh, end gosh. okay okay but I put this in not because I remember it but because I don't remember it and I'm really like, like... being Father Ted yeah <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm just like I, it just seems like such a mad story so basically okay. Justin Fashionu was an English footballer. Is he related to John Fashionu? John Fashionu presented Gladiators, so is he related to Justin? Yeah, brother Justin. Yeah, same. Oh, related. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'd never heard of this guy. So Justin Fashionu was John a... John was a footballer as well, by the way. Right. Yeah. So Justin Fashionu was an English footballer from Hackney, mm. where you now currently live. Um oh, I did give my address away. Postcode. Was the first professional footballer to be openly gay. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and the first black footballer to command a one million transfer fee. Right. With his transfer from Norwich City to Nottingham Forest in 1981. Right. But after moving to the United States in 98, he was questioned by police when a 17-year-old boy accused him of sexual assault. He was charged and an arrest warrant was um, issued for him in April 98, but he'd already left his his, apartment. He fled to England where he killed himself (gasps) in London on the 2nd of May 1998. His suicide note stated that the sex was consensual and that he feared he would not get a fair trial because of his homosexuality. Wow. And I was just like, I have never heard of this person before in my life. So considering he, like broke through so many like barriers being like gay football first openly gay footballer yeah, yeah. like in what like the 80s he yeah, was like yeah. uh, like uh, what a time to but be openly gay and a footballer as soon as she said fashionu i was like wait i know a fashionu john fashionu gladiators yeah didn't know he had a brother no. did not know his brother had that story no Amazing. i was just like this is so crazy i've never heard of this and i know like we don't come from like a family that's particularly football orientated at all yeah no <laughs> um like so it's not surprising we don't know anything about you know football. a footballer but but it was just that that bigger a bigger news like considering yeah i was just like i've never heard this person and no. that is mad that story is crazy that's Oh, yeah. how tragic. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving on. Yeah, that's depressing. Yeah. It is depressing. Less depressing. I'm glad you switched up the order of these so you don't end on a death now, because that was really getting to me. Yeah. So, 8th of May, Deep Impact was released in Deep the US. Deep Impact. What a movie. I love it. I don't think saw it. You've never you? seen Deep Impact? I don't think where the sharks swim backwards. What? <laughs> <laughs> if it is, I want to see it. I don't know. I just know that there's like a couple of movies that are kind of the it's, same. It, is it like Armageddon? Yeah, there's like Deep Impact. There's oh, what's the other one? Um, I don't know. We need. I feel like we need like 
I don't know. Movie experts on this. <laughs> but there's like a couple of movies that all have it's a all about very alien similar, invasion like, type thing. End of the world type scenarios. Yeah. And uh, they all came out around the same time. But yeah, Deep Impact. Deep what? Impact is the one with. Because they have a scene in Friends about this, don't they? Where Do they? Yeah. Was it. Is it either. It's either. Tom Selleck's character or Chandler is in bed with Monica going, which one's Deep Impact and which one's. I don't know, they say the name of another film that's similar. And she's like, Deep Impact is the one with so-and-so and this one's the one with... So that's the joke, right. is that, like, they were so similar. Similar. Deep Impact is Elijah Robert Wood. Duvall and Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Robert Duvall, Taylor Leone, Elijah Wood. Morgan yeah. Freeman plays the president. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't really differentiate it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then 9th of May, the 43rd Eurovision Song Contest yeah. is held in Birmingham. 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 The contest is presented by Terry Wogan and Eureka Johnson oh. and won by Israel's Dana International singing oh, Diva. Diva! She Diva la Diva! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleopatra! Yeah. Which was, her, it was her childhood dream to perform at the Eurovision Song Contest. I mean, honey, And she was big. Eurovision's <laughs> first ever trans winner. Yes, I remember that at the time. I yeah, mean, being yeah, big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching it live. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And that's all I have. Very good. Cool. That's oriented me nicely. So, um, should we just crack on in? Yeah, to the old, yeah, uh... let's go. Um, yeah, so we open, Ali and John are in the unisex bathroom. Yeah, looking into the mirror. Looking into the mirror. Yeah, they're not in the stool together or anything. Mm, no. <laughs> and John is hearing the bells um, and he's staring in the mirror. Yeah. And he's um, basically, you know, we saw a few episodes back where he was trying to coach Richard in seeing the bells. Yes, yeah. And Richard was just getting a cowbell. Which <laughs> well, he's clearly trying to coach Ali, Ali with, a similar, with thing. a similar thing. And he's like, can you see it taking me over? Can you see it in the mirror? And I was yeah. like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm hearing the bells. When I walk, I feel the bells. And he turns to kind of walk down the little, it's not a corridor, just like the bit in between the two <laughs> cubicles, sets of yeah. cubicles. Yeah. Um, and as he's walking, you see a close-up on his feet. And with each step, you get a toll yeah. of the bell. And then he's like, you try it. Um, and Ali's, Ali tries it and she starts walking. But as she walks, instead of hearing the bell, she hears like... It's like a bell. It's a bell, yeah. Like... like... With each Sound. step. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then John's like, what are you feeling? And Ali's like, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but clearly, um, this whole kind of routine and training is because Ali's got to go up and defend Renee in the case. In the case that was kind of kicked off last episode where Renee used some kickboxing on Techniques a man. on a man, yeah, and he's now suing her. Crossing a line, yes. Yes. So she sort of does this like plea to John, which kind of says, you know, this is my roommate, it's somebody I love, this is her life, her career's on the line. Um, you know, sort of like, I haven't got time to be like fannying around with this Listening stuff in to her tone. Yeah. Um, but John's like, <laughs> I know, but that's like why mentally we have to be ready. Like, focus. Focus, no yeah. distractions, let's go. And I was like, deep focus, I'm there. And they sort of feel like they're pumped up and ready to yeah. go. But then as they turn to leave, they bump into Georgia, who is coming in. Yes. And as they bump into her, she drops something and there's like this close up, like zoom close yes. up with like the horror. Like, do your impression of it again. <gasps> it's really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you do that with just your voice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it sounds like good when I played it back. Oh, I, 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 that, 
the opposite. When I've heard it back, I'm like, that sounds like a violin. <laughs> so there's like this close-up yeah, Christmas tree yeah. of a horror close-up on a, it's a pregnancy test box that she's dropped. Yeah. Now, <laughs> as soon as they get the close-up, yes. Annie's immediate reaction is to panic and pick up the box and hide it behind her back. Her back. Yeah. At which I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Why? Why would you do that? Why is that a well, panic think, reaction to have? I think she's trying to hide it from John. But why? Because John yeah. just looks really confused. Yeah, I think I think she's like, well, I know what it is, but John hasn't. Maybe she thinks John hasn't seen it yet, so she's picking up to what, to like protect Georgia? protect Georgia from too many people knowing. I just thought she got knowing. really confused. Thought she dropped it and then. <laughs> I think as soon as she's done it, I think she's like, oh dear, why did I do that? And well, I'm like, no, no, I done? think what she's doing is she's like, women's business, pick it up, <laughs> mustn't let John see, like, and then sort of passes it to like Georgia. Yeah, because what happens is John just looks confused. Georgia kind of takes it from behind Ali's back and goes into a stall saying thanks. Yeah. But then John, it's just like, focus, and Ali's like, huh, what? Huh? Yeah. And then she goes, yeah, focus. Yeah, sure. yeah. yeah. Like clearly lost all focus. <laughs> clearly lost all focus. <laughs> and then we're in um, titles, so yes. it's just. Um, but this is the weird. exact. This is the exact reason I wouldn't do a pregnancy test at work. Like, I know. if you're worried about people yeah. knowing your I business, I don't know much about pregnancy tests, but I wonder if there is. I do know about ovulation tests because Ooh. I've had to take them because I have been taking them to figure out when not to get them. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, whereas when I told our mum that I've been taking ovulation tests, mum went, are you trying to get pregnant? No, like, <laughs> the opposite. The opposite. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, oh. Ovulation test. There's a certain time of day that it's better to take it. So it's with it between. I think it's between ten and eight or something. So like not the first time you go to the loo that day, but like a bit later on in the day. Okay. So I wonder if there's something. I don't know, but I wonder if there's a similar guidance. I don't. For pregnancy tests. I don't think there is. Okay. I don't think there is. Okay. Yeah, I would just wait until I was at home to do it. Sure. Like, I mean, that it, would be the sense. It can wait a couple of days, like. You know, it's not... I know. But well, maybe she's thinking, like, oh, he's just here anyway. I just... It's easier. I don't know. Anyway. Whatever. Who Anywho. knows what goes through their minds. We're um, in opening titles. One thing I was going to say about the opening titles, which I figured last... Uh, I realised last night when I was reading about it, when this was originally aired in the US, I don't think we got the same treatment in the UK. Yeah. Instead of the opening titles, this episode yeah. for one time only they showed the world premiere of the Vonda Shepherd music video for Searching My Soul instead of titles. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, like, oh, instead wow. of titles they just did the music video. I've not seen it so I don't know what it's like. But I, you can imagine <laughs> yeah. the sort of thing it would be. Um, but they never ever did it again. It was just for this Oh, first aired. They should have put it on the DVD. They should have. Yeah, but bonus feature. Yeah, when it first aired, that's what they did. Oh, okay. And I don't think they've done it with any reruns. I think no. it's literally like a way of premiering it. Yeah. yeah. Premiering it. Premiering. Premiering it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, just thought I'd yes. throw that in there. But then after the opening titles, <laughs> we get 
Like, and I got a stopwatch out for this. We get 35 seconds of shots of Boston. I, I was like, this is excessive. Like, this is not... Do this. you know what? I had exactly <laughs> the same thought. I didn't write it down, but I did write down Boston shots, exclamation mark, because <laughs> yeah. I don't normally write that down, I, but it just went on for so yeah, long. Yeah, I, I was actually like, okay, rewind. I'm going to actually time this because this is mad how long this is going on for. But I wonder, it did make me think about how they cut these episodes together in post-production because I imagine they have like obviously they have a storyline and a set number of scenes that they want to show in an episode but and they have a rough idea of timings but obviously mm. depending on how it gets recorded and how the takes play out that yeah. they want to use yeah they just kind of fill obviously, it yeah. I was like they clearly pad it with Shots and shots at certain points, and I imagine that this one maybe they were just a bit under, and they were like, "Well, we'll just yeah. shove thirty seconds of Boston in there." But so I was just weird. like, "Could you not like spread it out a little bit?" So it's like five seconds extra here, five seconds extra there, like later like, at night. Yeah, yeah like okay. it's just yeah. like I was like watching it, like ready to type, ready to take notes, and I'm like, "Oh my god, the news! When is this gonna stop?" Like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it. it. We're in Boston. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I have the same note. It was funny. Okay. But after Boston, so, we're in Cajun Fish. Yes, and it's clearly like the first morning of Renee's like trial, and Renee's in Ali's office with John. Yes. Clearly very nervous. She's and pacing. She's freaking she? out a little bit, isn't yeah. she? And she doesn't have a lot of faith in his like methods, like because she's like, like, what's the plan? What will we do? Yes. And John's like, I'll open with a moment to be frugal with testimony, close with my my please summation <laughs> and she's like your please closing what's that and he's like a slight regurgitation of the facts in a dismissive tone followed by a please <laughs> <laughs> and i have to say he uses that technique quite a lot doesn't he yes. and i always really enjoy it yeah and renee's like uh and this is how you plan to keep me out of jail yeah she's like, quite she's like really on edge yeah doesn't and have a lot ali's of trying to reassure her <laughs> by saying like you're not gonna go to jail and renee says I'll lose my job, then I'll kill him, and then I'll go to jail. And John goes, please. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, but then then Renee kind of straight talks John and says, like, I know you get results with your strange little methods, but are you up to this? And John says, I am. And then he does a nose whistle. (laughs) You never want that, like, Um, when you're wanting reassurance. Someone's nose whistle. No one ever wants a nose whistle. Ali's face at that point was quite funny as well. She's and like, confidence dropping off instantly. <laughs> it's true. Right off a cliff. It's true. It's funny, Ali, to see Ali's dynamic in this episode because obviously she's super protective over Renee and wants yeah. her to, like, the case be won. She's like, just as much invested as yeah. Renee. But at the same time, she has a huge amount of faith in John but knows that he can come across as like unusual so she's kind so of she's like kind of the mediator the between them yeah. like being like that like, i you know i want give him a chance yeah. yeah but please don't yeah no it's it's funny yeah yeah well then they all start to walk out to go to the courthouse i would imagine but then ali kind of stops and looks she goes around. to like elaine's desk in like a really conspiratorial yeah like, she's sort of like, <laughs> and then she goes and she goes have the tesco to elaine and elaine's like what test and ali's like what you know everything that goes on in this office. Now is not the time to be out of the loop. Do you know what George is doing in the bathroom? Or do you and only snoop for what you need to know? Exactly. <laughs> and then, as she's saying that, Georgia obviously hears like half of this conversation. Yeah, she's like at her shoulder. Yeah. And then Georgia just goes, ha, 
hi. And Ali goes, ah! And like, falls down. No, it doesn't fall down. She doesn't. She just, she just jumps and screams. I yeah. mean, that's personal growth, not falling down. Yeah, well, well done. done. <laughs> and that's when Elaine goes, oh, you mean George's pregnancy test. I love it. I love how Elaine just drops Ali in it, like, playing dumb and then just at the wrong time being like, Oh, you mean this? Yeah, <laughs> she's like, she knew. Um, but then she, my favourite line of this entire episode is when she turns to Georgia and goes, Ali wants me in the loop to snoop the scoop. <laughs> <laughs> I think she should drop Ali in it. Ali's constantly oh, ruining yeah. it. Sure, don't do this, don't listen in. And then suddenly she wants the gossip. Yeah, I know. no, completely. I think, uh, I really, I kind of see it like, especially, you know, the way Ali does treat Elaine a lot of the time. Like, I am just mm. like... Yeah, like, have your fun with Ali. Like, yeah. get yeah. fuck with her head. Like, yeah. go for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they asked Georgia, you know, like, what was, what happened? Are we expecting? And Georgia says she hasn't taken it yet. Um, and then Ali's like, oh, you know, I was only wondering. Um, I'm late for court. i got to go. <laughs> like, leave. So I've got a note here that goes, so she could have waited until she got home to take the pregnancy I know. Down. It's just weird. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I don't know how you feel when you're think you might be pregnant and you're not sure how you feel about that but like, then I was like I wonder if she's just trying to mess with Ali it's <laughs> <laughs> like because if so like I am on board yeah. like mess with Ali that's valid actually she could be wanting to do that anyway Ali walks off Georgia looks pissed and Elaine just looks amused which as am I <laughs> um, so the next thing we're in court and we have Will from William oh, Grace, yeah, well, Eric aka Eric McCormack, yes. Yeah. Um, he's playing the opposing counsel and he is questioning Michael, the sexual it? assaultist. Well, that, <laughs> he's not the one on trial, so I don't think we can call him that officially, but um, he's the, well, one, he's the he man is. that was is accusing Renee of yeah. crime. So, um, and he's got he's his a neck, neck brace. brace on, which I was just like, sure. Play up, <laughs> yeah, and he's sort of saying, you know, so she invited you out. He's like getting to the crux of it, and um, you know, and Michael says, well, she didn't just invite me out; she came up oozing sex, mm. like she used, um, she asked in a lascivious tone, um, and when we do go out, she eats shellfish, telling me how it affects her libido, and I'm like, none of this is relevant. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Fine. Okay, um, and then he says, okay, so what about after dinner? And he says, well, we went. Down Dancing, and while she's dancing, she oozes sex again. And he says she oozes up sex again. And I'm like, oozes up sex? Like, that's not even a phrase? Like, what the fuck are you saying? It's like, was she like, like sweating it through her pores? <laughs> like, what's happening here? I don't get it. Completely mad. Anyway, that's when we hear this clicking sound. Yeah. And everyone looks at, like, what this is. <laughs> Sorry. I just said the click. The click. I love the click. The click. It's so good. I love all of John's, like, gadgets. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. because everyone looks and it's coming from John. Yeah. And he basically says um, he's got a throat irritation, so he asks the judge if he could use a clicker. Click his objections. Every time he wants to object, he's going to click, which, lol. And the judge is like, are you serious? (laughs) And he says, well, I can whistle, but the clicker seemed less intrusive. (laughs) I was like, I kind of want you to whistle. Just be like, oi, <laughs> I can't whistle, so I'm not going to do it. But yeah, but yeah. So anyway, the judge reluctantly agrees, yeah. um, and then the opposing counsel um, starts to kind of object by saying, "Look, he's famous for him. This is a distraction, distraction tactic, um, yeah. and that's what he's doing." And he clicks. <laughs> 
and the judge says, you know, uh, the jury has to discard Mr. Kepler's remark because yeah. the opposing counsel and could just continue. Yeah. Anyway, so then Will, that's not his name, but like the yeah, opposing counsel gets, goes back to his questioning um, and he says, okay, so the dancing and he's like, yeah, she, we were on the dance floor and she grabbed my buttocks mm, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, squeezed them and then she asked me if I'm easily stimulated. And the uh, opposing counsel goes, yep, then. And then he goes, so then she invites me back to her place for coffee. We go in. She's dropping sexual entendres like breadcrumbs. We start kissing. A hand goes there. uh, Sorry, a hand goes here. A hand goes there. And suddenly she slaps me. And I'm like, lies. I know. He's like really like stroking this. Yeah, yeah, completely. Of course, because he's trying to paint that picture. Um, And then he says, uh, Will goes, well, then what? And he says, well, I slapped her back. And then he sort of turns stiffly to the jury because he's got this like neck brace on. And he goes, I'm not proud of doing that, but it hurt. So in a reflex, I I slap back. back. And opposing counsel goes, well then. And then she goes, well, she goes into kickbox overdrive. Next thing I know, I'm falling down. And that's all I remember. And I wake up with a paramedic like standing over me. And the opposing counsel's like, well, case closed. I have nothing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then John gets up. And he sort of probes deeper and says, didn't she ask you to stop? And he says, no, she asked me to take it a little slower. And John says, and you wouldn't. And he says, I was going more slow than she was. Lies. Um, And John (laughs) kind of walks forward towards him more. And he says, but at some point she said no and told you to get out. And as he's walking, he squeaks, like these little, like, I don't know. They are just squeaks, aren't they, from his shoes. And the judge is like, what? is that <laughs> and he's like I'm sorry arch I have problems. arch problems I'm wearing orthopaedic shoes and Will is like your honour and the judge is like let's just get on with it for god's sake yeah <laughs> and, and John continues questioning by saying so why didn't you just leave when she asked you to leave which I'm like very good question yeah, yeah I mean that's the crux of the issue exactly. um, and Michael says well my hands weren't going anywhere that hers weren't and I'm which, like yes they were but also like what the like you're talking like a fucking kindergarten. Yeah. Like, it just, like, she started it. It's like, but also, they freaking were. Like, her hands weren't, like, down his pants. No, no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's complaining and saying she was sending me- mixed messages. Didums. And John goes, mixed, as in, no, don't, get out. Yeah. And I was like, yes, exactly. <laughs> but then opposing counsel, Will, objects. And John says, withdrawn, your honour. And then he just goes, I'm troubled. And then he goes back to his desk. Squeaking the whole way. Squeaking, squeaking, squeaking. Yeah. Yeah. So that was hard to watch. I know. I mean, it's hard to watch any kind of sexual harassment or assault case get put through the courts. Just because I don't think the law... Is equipped to do it. No, it's just, it's coming at it from the wrong perspective. And knowing that this is exactly, if not worse, what happens in in these cases. Like, this is how they are treated. Yeah. This is how someone who who has been sexually assaulted is treated in court. And part of the problem with the legal system is that so much of it is based on precedent. Yeah. Like, you have to prove, I mean, I've never actually worked as a lawyer, but I've Mm. done a law degree mm. a while ago so my memory is rusty <laughs> but basically certainly in this country yeah you unless you have a like a legal instrument that is set down like a law that you mm. can use to say well this is clearly against the law and i've proven it 
you're reliant on case law to say, well, in a previous case, you ruled that this... But the problem is, is all of the previous case law is based on outdated yeah. Yeah. attitudes and assumptions that yeah. no longer hold up today. But how do you go about changing that? It's so difficult. Well, I mean, have you heard of that recent case in Ireland where the prosecution... Basically, this man got off a rape accusal because uh, one of the arguments his lawyer made was like, well consider the victim was wearing a lacy thong oh for god's so, sake so um you know is she innocent in this you know i think it shows she was clearly asking for something no, so that's all irrelevant if at one point she says stop you stop yeah yeah completely but it's like when that is the well, arguments yeah. that are being put that forward today of i've just started listening to have you listened to the slow burn podcast no that's made by slate no. um so they they just released their second series which is what i was binging on the way here yeah the first series was all about watergate this series is all about the Clinton Monica Lewinsky um, oh, okay. story, um, and it's kind of taking you through all of the build-up to what happened there, and all of the related things around the uh, political climate and the mm. like, the other scandals around the Clintons at that time, and right. seeing how it all kind of culminated in this like uh, huge trial. Yeah. Um, but what he wants to not trial, like all, all I don't know, like what all the proceedings that yes. happened. But he said that what he, one of the things he wanted to do was like present the facts and unfold them like as it would have happened if you were back there. But like, would I react any differently knowing how I what I know about these issues now? Yeah. Or is it just that I don't know people were reacting like that because of the speed of the information yes. and like I don't know like you're yeah. just interested to see like how yeah. his attitude might have changed if he got the same information today yes. yeah. in that order but anyway one episode that I just listened to they talk about when Monica Lewinsky first met President Clinton and the circumstances around that yeah. and very shortly after they had their first conversation they have what is known as the lifting of the jacket which is basically she lifted up her suit jacket I don't know the exact details of how and why she was doing that, but basically it revealed that she was wearing a thong, like, over, it was above her waistband. Right. So he could see it, and he kind of looked at it in an improving manner. And then later on that day, they had their first, like, kiss and yes. sexual interaction. But, yeah, it's just, like, that kind of... So just because she was yeah. wearing certain like, underwear and you happened to catch a glimpse... Like, what makes you think that's for you? Yeah, and also... Yeah. Like, even if she was into it, you're the president of the fucking United yeah, States. Yeah, you yeah. have the power in that situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't just, know. It's, it's completely... Yeah, so it's. It, I think it's upsetting to watch someone's whole character be torn apart and behaviour be torn apart yeah. when you're the victim. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I mean... So it's difficult. Yeah, so yeah next, hard to watch. Next scene. Um, so Renee, Ali and John are going into the elevator with John's squeaky shoes. Um, yeah. And Renee is having a go at them because she yeah. doesn't think that went very well. She's yeah. like, you call yourselves lawyers. And Ali's like, excuse me? Adopting yeah. Greg's line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Renee says like, that was the most ridiculous. And Ali's, this is her mediator role fully mm. coming into sports because yeah. she's like, he knows what he's doing. And Renee's like, he's the only one. And then Ali's like, Renee, we talked about this. We're undermining the severity of exactly. the whole thing. And they're kind of talking over each other, like arguing, yes. whilst yeah. they go into the um, elevator. Um, and John is just 
silent. Yeah, um, I love how he just happening. doesn't respond. Yeah. <laughs> just like... And anyway, as they're arguing, the elevator doors open whilst it's been going down, and Glenn walks in. Yeah, Glenn from yeah. big old Glenn the model. from the model from Dong. Yeah, <laughs> our Dong. called Dong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the well endowed model. Yeah, <laughs> just gets life in. model. Yeah, and it's like, hey, oh, and yeah. Ali sees him, gets startled, and falls down. Yeah, she in the elevator. Yeah, ducks. Um, how I don't know, but anyway, Renee kind of so picks Ali up, <laughs> and they're like, uh, well, "How's it going? Like, what are you doing?" Um, and Glenn's like, "Oh, not bad. You got arrested, huh?" And Renee's like, "How did you know?" And he's like, "Oh, I got subpoenaed. The DA called me to testify against you. Lucky thing I'm in the country." And I'm like, I'm "Just douche, like, read the room, Glenn." <laughs> like, douche, <laughs> <canoe>. idiot. <laughs> But Renee and Annie are just like dumbfounded. Yeah, and they look really. Can they even if I've subpoenaed him. I don't know. I don't know how. Am I, this su- is... am I supposed to spe- suspend my? Yeah. That's, no, this is a good point. I, didn't even I don't. That. How would they even know? I mean, unless there was like this. talk around the courthouse and legal circles of like, oh, remember that time Ali dated that, and oh, remember Pop, that time well, they did the penguin. Like they uh, yeah, all seem to possibly like uh, yeah, like the courthouse rumor mill. Yeah. And like because Renee is a DA, is a DA, and, and they work in the and Georgia and Ali work in the same office, and, and it's like a small world. You yeah, know what I, mean? I think I think there is likely a grapevine on in yeah. that. And I house. think they were like, oh, if we could get that guy, that would be really useful. Yeah, I reckon the fact that Renee is a DA, and obviously it's a DA that's yes. trying the yeah case. I think her. I think there's yeah I think it's a gossip. I think it's thing. Yeah. not beyond the realms of possibility no. that they would be aware of him and be yeah. able to track him down. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, so they're just like, whoop, he's there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we cut back to Cajun Fish and Billy and Georgia and this whole pregnancy business. And Billy is like, what do you mean you haven't taken the test? Yet? Yeah, so I think I think it's actually from this line, I think it's Billy who's pushing for this test okay, to be yeah. done like ASAP. Like okay. so I think that makes more sense. Yeah. So George is like, uh well Ali saw the box so it made me not have to go. So because I just know she'll come back and not ask because she'll be too embarrassed instead of asking. She'll, she'll just be... shoot her little looks. And then she went, I don't like a little looks. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she, uh, I just really like the way she said that line. Yeah. <laughs> I do love Georgia. Um, and she just, she says it's just easier to not take it. And she was like, if I'm pregnant, I'll find out soon enough. It's not something you can hide. And I was like, sure, this seems like a... She was like, you get fat! And I was like... <laughs> seems like a healthy way to deal with the pregnancy just, just wait it. until I get back <laughs> and then be like oh whoops <laughs> Billy's just like take the test and she goes you take it <laughs> which I also enjoyed <laughs> Um, yeah, clearly George is not taking this very seriously. Yeah, no. Well, I think she's like very scared of the idea, isn't she? Yeah. And so she doesn't want to do it. Yeah. No, so she's like, look, they're not one hundred percent accurate anyway. Yeah. So why bother? Yeah, and uh, and then um, Billy's like, you're being irrational now, and George is like, let's think about something growing inside of you. See how irrational you are. <laughs> and then he goes, sometimes you remind me of Ali, to which George is like, Just, oh, how dare you? Yeah, she throws the box at Billy as he walks out but because he's walking out Richard is walking in as he's walking out and he catches it and he reads it and he goes baby excellent (laughs) so now Richard knows yeah Yeah. Um, I mean Billy just grabs the box off of him and George is like for god's sake this is not what I had in mind 
So then we're in a new scene, but it's Cajun Fish because Ali, John and Renee have just arrived back from the courthouse. So yeah. the elevator um, dings, they come out into the office and Richard meets them. And Ali is saying, this is not a good sign. And Richard is saying, oh, what's wrong? And John says, one of Ali's concubines was called as a witness. And now he goes like, I'm sorry, my what? And I'm like, exactly, I'm sorry, a what? Like, what an unusual term to use. Like, concubine, what? What is that even? What is the dictionary definition of a concubine? It, I actually looked this up. Okay. It's like, Great. it just means like, don't ever say we don't research things here. In polygamous societies, a woman who lives with a man but has a lower status than his wife or wives. Yeah. Or, or a mistress. So he's just being so, super, <laughs> like, I don't know. Weird. Like, like just, yeah, it just doesn't yeah. really make... It's like, it's not a concubine. She just isn't in a relationship right now and is enjoying... Sex. Sex. Like, that's Natural not... Sex. That's not something to be disparaging about. Yeah. Or, like, look down on yeah. John. It was really weird word. Coming from John as well. But sometimes he does this. <laughs> there are times when he throws, like, yeah. funny, like, shade at Ali. Especially like, when it in comes to... In the first to... episode, you were arrested for being... I know! <laughs> like, pot kettle black. Like, everyone I likes know. sex and we like, just get it in different ways. Exactly. Right. Like, and the thing is... <laughs> and the thing is, like, Ali never throws that... Back, I don't think I've no, ever seen her throw that back in, that. in her face. In his face, sorry. But then that's kind of the way of the show. Ali tends to punish the women around her. Yes. Than the men. That's very true. I agree. That is very true. Yeah. It's, um, and it's, I think that's where you see, like, it really exposes the fact that it's a man writing this, in my opinion. Mm, yeah. yeah. No, because I, I just don't think I, a woman would have Ali react to this in that way. Like, you'd yeah. be less, you'd be more supportive of the women around you than she is. I don't know, I think there are... I'm not saying that there are always women that I think there are, are plenty of women who have internalised misogyny. And, For sure, and, and yeah. You, you, always, you do get women who are like, look, um, I just... Uh, I don't really get always women, yeah. I much prefer men. I'm, I'm guilty of saying that. Yeah, and so, like, yeah, uh, in definitely. Past, yeah, yeah in the past, I've said that as a teenager. Yeah. But it's very much internalised misogyny. Yeah. And, I think, and being like, girls are girly and stupid and catty and bitchy yeah. and I don't want any of that drama. Men are so much cooler and chill and don't... Uh, and it's just like... Uh, it's all over bullshit but yeah. some women never lose that that mindset I just don't necessarily buy that you'd write your lead character in that way I don't know if you what if it was a woman yeah. writing this yeah yeah no I, I think I, I think did a woman write Green Wing because that's very much the theme of Green Wing when I rewatched that now. I love Green Wing what's Green Wing what is Green Wing Green Wing the you know British comedy um, oh, yeah Green Wing yeah who wrote that so there were three women from what I can tell and then five men because I don't remember the women actually ever being friends in that either so, so I think it's possible yeah. for mm. Female writers in that time, I think it's very much in that, that time, time, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that was late noughties, so that yeah, just after this. That was a great show, yeah. I'm not saying it's not without its problems, but I really mm. love that. I show. haven't watched it in ages, but I did I like it. it. I do have it yeah. on DVD, so yeah. So, concubines, odd term, don't like it, yeah. But anyway, and Richard very distinctly says, Well, what relevance is that? Yeah, <laughs> and and just as they're about to 
discuss it, there's a massive stomach noise. Rumble. And everyone's like looking to be like, what the hell what the- is that noise? <laughs> is that me? Like, what's going on? And then John says, my stomach gurgles with anxiety. I don't bear any shame for it. Yeah, yeah. And Renee says, I'm surprised you don't use it in court. And John says, well, sometimes I do. I can throw it. And Renee's like, what? You can throw it? And he's like, like a ventriloquist throws his voice, I can throw my gurgle. And this is just too much for Renee because she just storms I love her. She just kind of looks at Ali like... Turns on her heel and like storms out. It's really funny. Yeah, she's like, I have had it with these clowns. I mean, she's very much taking on the role that um, Bobby was taking last episode with um, from the practice, where he's like, You guys are all idiots, and I cannot cope with it. Like, she keeps storming off. Yeah. But I, in a way, I'm like, Renee, you know all these people. Like, these aren't new people to you. You should know that they're. Like, you knew what you were signing up yeah, for. Chose I, to hire them. Yeah, yeah, I think the thing is, is that she is really scared. I yeah, think this yeah. is just how she handle, handles her fear. Like, yeah. is that she's really scared about the, so she's this, out this trial. Yeah. And so I think this is just how she feels a bit more in control is by getting angry. Well, so Ali and Renee go into Ali's office and they kind of have that conversation a little bit, don't they? Because mm. Ali's trying to calm her down by saying, you know, we went over this strategy. Renee says it was to undermine the seriousness of it all. The strategy was not to turn the whole thing into a joke. Like, Yeah, yeah. and because she's scared that the jury will think that we are laughing at this and it will make them angry and, and they'll punish, punish me for yeah. it. Um, and Ali says, I agree. And with any other lawyer other than John Cage, I would say that you're right. But you have to remember that with John, it's not about winning a moment. It's about winning the day. And Renee's like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it means that he does everything for a reason. So let's calm down. And Renee's like, you do understand that any conviction, like my career is over. Yes. And Ali's like, of course we understand that. Um, and Renee says, and Glenn, what do they want with him? Yeah. And then there's a massive swipe cut to yeah. Glenn on the stand and Glenn is spilling the tea or not really the tea just spilling something bullshit about um about his interactions with Renee um so he's saying you know I thought I was going on a date with her but I was set up and the will the opposing counsel says you've been set up by the defendant and Glenn says well I'd slept with her roommate that woman and points at Ali like really dramatically and Will's like co-counsel like fake surprise because obviously he would have known that and Glenn says yes and then he goes this woman here and points again and Glenn's like yes and he says you slept with her and Glenn's like twice twice. and he's like you had he's like repeating (laughs) everything like really dramatically unbelievable like I'm just like right so not only is this court analysing the sex life of Renee is now analysing the sex life of the... Co- it's like one one woman on trial isn't enough, Let's apparently. Let's have two and really well, anyway, pick apart what they do with their Annie lives. interrupts this questioning because she's like, this is too much. She like stands up and goes, all right, twice, one, two, buckle my shoe, two, two twice. twice. As in two, all right? <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, okay. Like there's this like pause as everyone yeah. looks really awkward. And then opposing counsel continues his questioning by saying, what did that relationship have to do with the defendant? And Ali stands up again and says, let's just stipulate. He promised me he'd leave the country. I slept with him. He dumped me because I can't snowboard. And Renee, she gave him the penguin and points at her. And I'm like, what is Ali doing? What is Ali doing? He's thrown her under the bus. I'm just like, nice 
one, Ali. Yeah. You couldn't hold it together for like a fucking nanosecond. I know. Like, <laughs> it's like as soon as the spotlight's on you, you're like, well, it was her fault. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ, woman. Oh my God. I mean, I don't, I just, what? Anyway, there's a pause and then there's a tummy crumble. And Will, the opposing counsel, is looking at his tummy. Um, <laughs> and basically, John is obviously throwing his tummy oh crumble God. and making him think that he's doing it. Um, at this point, the judge pipes up and goes, what's a penguin? Yes. <laughs> and Glenn says, well, under the pretense of a sexual advance, uh, she pulled my pants down on the street, then co-counsel and a member of their firm came in a getaway car. The defendant jumped in, they peeled off and left me on the street with my pants down. And then they, uh, Will says, well, when the defendant asked you out, did she say anything? And there's a click from John uh, objecting to that. Um, and then opposing counsel goes, okay, well, fine. How exactly did she ask you out? And Glenn says, she said she liked one night stands even more than Miss McBeal. Um, at which point there's like, uh-oh, music. And like, everyone takes a moment. Yeah, like, John, John and Renee. And I'm just and like... And I don't, I don't um, like that, like, this should not be evidence. No. Like, this is irrelevant. Yeah. It's I'm just, just undermining her character. And the, fu- yeah, and that's the whole bit, that's the whole thing. But it's not relevant. How is it relevant? It shouldn't be yeah. relevant. No, it's not. It's not relevant. But it's just, and the fucking smug look on Glenn's face as he says, like, talks about, like, I, I'm just like... Uh, Liking one like that this doesn't have anything to do. But you can so tell this is the highlight of his fucking life. Like, <laughs> this douchebag, like, he's never felt so important as being asked about believe. his sexual conquest. When oh. he first disappeared off the scene, I can't believe I defended him by being, being like, well, maybe he was going to leave the country. <laughs> and maybe he, he did get cancelled. No, like, he's just... Just a douchebag. Yeah, completely. So I'm not enjoying this. It's not it, fun. It's, no, it's so... Yeah, like you say, it's all a tactic to undermine Renee's credibility as yeah. a person, basically. And I don't like how the show is, like, depicting as all this stuff as, like, potentially relevant to, like, undermining her character. Like, any well, it, jury should be hearing that and being like, well, this isn't relevant. Well, the thing is, it, it was. I know. And it still is. But, but that's why it makes it sad. That's why it's sad for yeah. me. That's the sad yeah. thing. And that, like I say, like, this... This is what is so, like, fucking atrocious, is that this is what happens today yes. still. Like, despite all we know. Yes. This is what happens. So, next scene, Billy and Georgia are in Billy's office and the pregnancy test is just on the desk between them and mm-hmm. they're clearly waiting for the time when they can check it. Billy is obviously on the timer because he says it's been three minutes um, and they are both being like, I don't want to look, how about you look? And then they just... Georgia says I'm terrible at tests I certainly didn't study for this one <laughs> um, and then Billy goes well it says on the box the woman should look <laughs> I roll <laughs> if that's on that packaging the company need to rethink well I don't know I wonder whether that's a safety thing to be like in terms of like if you're in an abusive relationship oh, maybe. or something oh, actually, that's like in, in that regard to be like yeah. oh I don't want this man's baby or yeah. you know yeah, I don't so want this man knowing this about this child yeah. like, you know um, but like if you're I in an abusive relationship like you'd take the test of it you wouldn't be like abusive yeah, in, man in this context <laughs> yeah like in this context of like a marriage that is relatively happy you know yeah like yeah like it really shouldn't like just look together like that's what they decide they decide they're both gonna look and they both 
term test and I don't know much about I mean I guess every pregnancy test is different in terms of their positive and negative result signals but yes. whatever the like there's a pink line which means that it's positive yeah um, and, and they sort of go I mean they don't they lean back sort of like shocked Oof, I suppose yeah. like oh oh boy um, and Georgia goes, boy, oh boy. And Billy goes, or a girl. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, they shake hands. Yeah, they shake hands. Which I think is really, it's an odd way to like deal with that news. Well, I was like, this would be kind of cute if the baby's dad wasn't such a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it is cute though. I'm like, they don't... Oh, I think it's like, you know, like teamwork. Like, but I don't know. They don't, high seem, five. they don't seem massively happy no. about it. No, well, they're very, they're very much in like, shock mode yeah. I think you I know? don't know yeah Yeah. Uh, well anyway next well because clearly they weren't trying to have no. a baby no. so this is you know yeah they're now this like what accident. do we do with this yeah, yeah exactly okay so then Renee, Ali and John are walking in the hall outside the courtroom and Renee is like you have you didn't cross like you didn't cross examine Glenn and John's yeah. like he's not relevant and Renee yes. says well he made a statement and John was like he made it look like it was you penguin him that's what happened like I have nothing to say um, and Renee's like okay well what are we doing now and John says well first of all Ali you're off the case because we've got enough problems <laughs> <laughs> and he's like what and he's like what did I do and it's like Ali you literally just went Renee did it! <laughs> be trusted to <laughs> keep your shit together exactly but what john actually says is the jury may have concern for your credibility and we can't risk it because you've had sex with witnesses and ali was like only one <laughs> again again that's such shade isn't it like witnesses it's like yeah. oh you've been sleeping with all the men that come into this courthouse it's yeah. like one guy <laughs> but also that's not i just think he didn't have to use that I mean, that may be a concern for him that she's no longer credible, which bullshit, but sure. But, it, but, it, it, but it's yeah. not just that. Like, she reacted really poorly yeah. when yeah. Glenn came in as a curveball and the spotlight yes. went on her yeah. for a second. Like, for me, that would be more my reasoning for taking her off. Yeah. Like, she's a loose cannon and she can't cope with it. Like, yeah. she's got yeah. too connected with the witness. case yeah but anyway john decides not to tell her that and tell her that she's bad for having sex um so anyway <laughs> <laughs> bad so, lawyer <laughs> bad bad lawyer yeah so they get to the elevator and the um it opens that sorry no john says well even so and he's they're in the elevator sorry yeah. and then he stops it to open the doors and ali goes out thinking that everyone's leaving, leaving the and as, she, as she's getting out she's saying just because you're first chair it doesn't give you the right to make unilateral decisions and the client um, should be the one too and, and then, then as, <laughs> as she's got out John like shuts the door so that him and Renee are left Carry in the in elevator the, yeah. and Annie's like hey unacceptable yeah she realises John has tricked her into leaving yeah. the lift yeah, yeah. So then John speaks with Renee um, as they're alone and he says, we may need to bring Georgia in for your direct. And Renee says, well, can't you do it? And John says, well, no, because it's going to upset my closing. And Renee's like, but, you know, closing arguments succeed on a lawyer's relationship with the jury. And if you're not questioning, you're not going to have a relationship. You're just going to be known as the nut with the clipper. <laughs> And John says, Renee, I am a specialist. And then his tummy noise He happens. throws his stomach gurgle Over to her. Over to Renee. Yeah. And Renee just looks at her tummy like, what is happening? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And then 
back upstairs, like, Ali gets onto another lift and yes. Glenn is there. With two old people. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. this old couple <laughs> stood behind them, like, uh, They're very the definitely part of this scene. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets in and she's like, well, well, well. <laughs> and Glenn's like, I got a summons. And I was like, and you just had to do your civic duty and walk into court and announce that we slept together. And Glenn's just like... I told the truth and she's like, when, since when did you care about the truth? Mr. I'm leaving leaving the country. (laughs) And Glenn says, you're glad I lied because you wanted to go to bed with me. And Ali's like, you didn't know I wanted a lie when you served one up. And Glenn says, like, you were real straight with me too. Like, your interest had nothing to do with the art class. And then Glenn's like, we both know why you went out with me, Ali. And Ali says... I don't date guys for giant schlongs. And at that point, the old people are like, boop! <laughs> in the background. And they're like talking over each other. But at one point, Ali says the great line. Oh, yeah. Says, I've smoked cigarettes with bigger filters than you. Your little... <laughs> with her little, little finger, like, up. But, um, yeah, the old people are just like, what Scandalized. <laughs> I really want to know what they were in the courthouse for. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, Glenn's saying, well, why don't you say that in court? And Ali says, well, that's what you do. You go up in court and hurt people. That's your MO. And Glenn's like, well, who hurt who? Who pulled down my pants in the road and gave me a penguin? And Ali's like, <laughs> Renee penguined you. And he's like, like, still, Ali, like, stop acting like a 12 year old. She did it at your request. Exactly. Stop going. Like, she did it. Anyway, <laughs> at one point, they t- the, it gets to Glenn's stop and he just, gets out and Ali turns to the old people <laughs> and um, she's like hello well, no, no, no. <laughs> Glenn as he gets out he goes but you were a part of it and I'm just like oh diddums like fucking get over it I just kind of sick of this stupid oh, Glenn argument this man yeah. is just I'm not so even. tedious but also it's just like oh Renee did it oh yeah it's just like oh, um, I don't care matter. you both did it like and who cares he deserved it yeah. like for god's sake anyway after he gets out Ali turns to the old couple and just like hello <laughs> and they're like they sort of move they to the side as far as they can <laughs> away from her it's very it's, funny it is funny yeah great acting from those guys yeah don't know who they are but well done <laughs> gold star <laughs> then we're back with Billy and Georgia in the office and yeah. they're discussing the test and Georgia's saying you know I don't think we can necessarily rely on it we should probably go to the doctor and get a blood test yeah. because the and not waste our time thinking about this because it's not foolproof and Billy says we do have choices here <laughs> and Georgia's like absolutely <laughs> then we cut outside of the room yeah. and Elaine is there with her like Radar. Satellite radar <laughs> listening device. I don't know. I She's don't got know. everything under her desk, I swear, for all eventualities. But Richard kind of walks past and says, oh, what's up? And Elaine's like, they're reviewing their choices. And Richard, like, shares one of yeah, her, like, like ear holes. In. So that she can, like, um, uh, like what are they called? Headphone, like, yeah, ear things. Yeah. And then we're back in the room with Billy and Georgia. And Billy's like, well, whatever you decide to do, I'll support you. And Georgia's like, whatever I want to do, like, me like what I want to do about it and Billy's like we 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 it's it's both of us um what we want to do what do we want to do and Georgia says I can't stop working this is the time in my career and then she says Billy I'm pro-choice obviously but when it comes to a baby in my stomach your baby, baby in my stomach. stomach. And at this point I was like feeling a bit queasy. My stomach is about to check up. Also, babies don't grow in stomachs. Yeah, I know. Like the basic, basic anatomy. Basic bio- biology will tell you. 
But yeah, she just kind of looks happy and Billy like feels her tummy and she's like, I can't even bring myself to say the A word, much less considerate. And outside, the Elaine room. and Richard are like, <laughs> and Elaine just goes, I just can't wait to tell Ali. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best bit. She sounds like she's about to cry. It's so funny. It's so funny. And she hugs Richard. But yeah, it's really funny. How do we feel about like Georgia and her... Because obviously their relationship hasn't been the best lately. Like, is this really... Like, Band-Aid babies don't work. No. Like, is this really the best line of... I don't know, like... I wonder whether... Because, I mean, when was the last time they had like a proper, you know, fight about the stability of their relationship well i would imagine it is i think it goes back to um forbidden fruits maybe where they had the how many episodes ago was that so that was 16 and we're on 21 yeah so oh no maybe it was sorry the episode after that they had the kickboxing one theme of life where they kicked each other's ass and that sort of diffused a lot of tension. But the actual kind of big thing between Billy and Georgia yes. would have been Forbidden Fruits, which yes. was 16. So I think... <sighs> which was in March, so we're a couple of months. Yeah, I mean, I think... I don't know. Potentially, they feel like they're on, like they've come through whatever yeah. was wrong previously, okay. and so that they're in a good emotional place to have. I just think this. I would leave it longer than a couple of months for something that yeah that fundamental. Yeah. I don't know, but I think I do think some people. I mean, I know like this wasn't to, a choice. Like they no, an accident. and I, I, but I do think people do have a tendency to be like. Oh, babies can help cement a relationship, which is never Such a good idea. Flawed logic. Yeah, like yeah. bad yeah. idea. I don't know. I'm just trying to think what I would do in that situation. I'm not really sure. Well, I think I'd be a bit like, oh shit, Billy's baby. Uh, yeah, I'd be like, when it comes to your baby and my stomach, it's fucking out of here. It's getting served with eviction Yeah, I don't know. It's an, it's a really tough situation. Yeah, I mean, I think Georgia and Billy are kind of like uh, they definitely go through like peaks and valleys. I think you can kid yourself at that peak. That yeah, you're like, but he's, it's going to be fine. Yeah, he seems really into it, and it's yeah. going to be fine. But I don't know. I don't know. I think that's where she is. Okay. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Back in court, the judge is asking John if he's ready to sort of proceed with defence, and John says we are, and I'm calling Renee to the stand. And Renee goes up, and Ali is there, but she's obviously been kicked off of the she's like in team, the so she's in the gallery, gallery seats, yeah. isn't she? They swear Renee in, and John comes up. I notice his shoes aren't squeaking. No. 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 Interesting. Yeah. He's taking those orthopedic arches out. Yeah. Not doesn't need them today. No. Apparently. No. Um, but he comes up and he says, Ms. Raddick, would you please... And then he stops... And he sort of looks around and then he, he says, does like a full like 360 turn, like and everyone's looking like, around the court. What's happening? Yeah. And he says, um, I've decided not to call Ms. Raddick. I apologise. And the judge is like, You're not calling her? And he's like, I don't think it's necessary. The state failed to put on much of a case. And that's when the state <laughs> objects. 
and uh, the judge is like, Mr. Cage. And he's like, I apologise, the witness is withdrawn, and then, you know, you can call your next witness then, the judge says. Um, and Renee's just looking incredulous, yeah, because John then says, very... the defence rests. Yeah, and Renee yeah. does not And Renee is happy. like, yeah. what? Like, yeah, like you, this is a gamble, yeah, a massive gamble. Yeah, this is such gamble. a huge risk. Yeah. yeah. So then they're in their, like, anti-room. Renee, John and Annie have yeah. gone into the like side courtroom where they get to like mm. confer yeah. um, and Renee's like the defence rests like WTF this is my yeah. life like what are you doing we've just put on nothing and um, John's like I can explain and Renee's like this is too weird even for you how can a defence lawyer not call witnesses not put on any defence like you, this is you know and Ali's like Renee you're upsetting him look at his smile <laughs> which really fucks me off like just because like I'm like so what? Like, Renee has a right to ask her lawyer questions. questions as to like, she's allowed to be like, what are you doing? It was a hilarious line. It was <laughs> a hilarious line. But Ali's like, Renee, look what you're upsetting John. I'm like, boo-hoo for John. Like, I'm just like, she has a right He's to accountable you. to her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's against her rights to have... Well, John says... First, you'd be a lousy witness. You're hostile. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Renee says, well, why put me up there in the first place? And John says, well, juries get suspicious of defendants who don't take the stand. Here, they get the impression you were prepared to testify, but it was I who stopped you, which is very clever. Yes. Um, and he said, third, I needed the right moment to announce that they have a terrible case. And Renee says, why? And he says, because they have a wonderful case. If we chose to put on a defence, we might reveal that we don't have one. And I'm like... Why not? Why don't you have an... Yeah. Like, it's your job to get a defence. This is yeah. not that hard. Yeah, this is not a hard thing to defend at all. And then he says, enough, I must plan my closing. And he walks and away and there's like bells. You hear the bells. Yeah. Um, and then Renee like leaves annoyed. I, I just I think, understand why she is. I understand yeah. John's, it's quite clever because she is a hostile witness. So to get around that. And the thing is, is that, you know, he. She comes across as aggressive, which is not great when you're being tried for like kicking someone. Well, I think the thing is, is, is she has a tendency to put on a bravado yes. and and that is something that could be so easily exploited by the exactly. prosecution exactly he's trying to protect her from that but he doesn't want the jury to think she wasn't prepared to yes. tell her side of the exactly. story so that was a clever move yeah. however I think he I guess what he's saying is not that they don't have a case because obviously well actually maybe not obviously I don't know because they may not because obviously Ali thinks that I think Renee's in the I, wrong well, to a certain I, extent. I think the show thinks yeah. that there yeah. isn't oh, a yes. Yeah, 100%. But, but even if John did think there was a case, how would he prove that it wasn't her fault without questioning Renee, without mm. that coming from mm. Renee? Mm. Because there's no other witnesses yeah. that he can call, apart from people being like, normally she doesn't kick anyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? There's no yeah. way of doing that without it coming from her yeah. and they weren't going to get the right kind of testimony yeah. they needed from her yeah. because of the way she comes across yeah. which is very sad yeah. it shouldn't be that way but it's true because the prosecution would have taken her demeanour and twisted it yeah so I it's not that necessarily that he's saying that they don't have a case I think what he's saying is the case that we do have we can't get it out of you in such a way that will I best think I've got more to say on this, but I yeah. think this is also something to do with her race. Oh, really? interesting. I think it is, I really do. So, okay, let's but I've got more to say Yeah, I want to hear that. Okay, so John and Annie come back to the office 
um, and they kind of separate as soon as they come out of the elevator and Ali just looks like shattered and there's like random extras like going up to John being like I need you to sign this that and the other like they go back mm. to like office life separately yeah. um, and Ali sees Billy and Georgia talking in their office because the door is ajar yeah. um, as she's picking up her messages <sighs> and she just goes over to <sighs> go in really annoys me just fucking like, leave them alone yet again yeah. inserting herself uh, into other people's business which she opens with she says it's none of my business I'm like but- yes so <laughs> you should never have come in here get out she's like well <laughs> since I saw the box um, and then she goes, oh, it's none of my business. And then Georgia just comes out with it. She says, I'm pregnant. And Ali is like, you get a gift of like a missile going through <laughs> yeah. her stomach. And there's like this wind tunnel left. <laughs> like the air's been knocked yeah, out of her. Yeah. I love that gift. That's yeah. one of my favourite ones. Yeah. And she goes, that's wonderful. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and Georgia's like, well, we're still in a little shock. But yeah, and Billy's like, we're happy. And then... Ali, this is so awkward this bit she's like congratulations and then she goes to have Billy but then she like changes to Georgia at the last, last minute second. and Billy's like oh Georgia's like oh thank you and then she's like you too and hugs Billy um, and like you know it's it's fabulous they say it changes your lives um, and Georgia's like yep yeah, that's it's gonna do and so then she's like um, well we're closing t- tomorrow in Renee's trial so I've got a you know but you two should go out to celebrate no drinking though ha 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 like nervous laugh and and then she like leaves and she's just like super awkward about the entire uh, thing um, yeah it's awkward and like and I just think I'm just yeah I'm just like don't don't ask someone if they're pregnant like if they want to tell you they'll tell, they'll tell you, you in their own good time yeah like because the thing is is that like I, I just think that's really rude. It's like, super rude. I, I just in any context, so like wait for someone to yeah. tell you. And it's interesting because I feel like this is the first time they've been like alone together, talking about relationship stuff since they have that big yeah. like three way mm. confrontation. Yeah. So it's like just stay out. Yeah, of it. like it's got fuck all. So what that you saw the box? Yeah. Like if they're pregnant, they'll tell you when they're ready. Because they often yeah. recommend that you wait your first yeah. trimester yeah, yeah. You to tell, when, like, people, yeah. because things can go wrong, like, often in mm-hmm. that trimester. Yes. Like, Although, I have issues with that anyway, but, yeah. What do you mean? I mean, it's not super relevant to this episode, but oh, okay. basically, I think, I understand why they say that. Yeah. But I also think that that can contribute to a lot of women feeling super alone in the first trimester not knowing whether anything's normal mm. um, and when they have a miscarriage feeling like it's something that they've done their fault and even though alone. intellectually yeah. they don't it's not they know that's not the case and they can't they can't talk anyone. about it with anyone yeah. Yeah. and I actually think that's really awful and I think everyone needs to do what they feel they are comfortable with yeah. Yeah. but I don't think it should necessarily be this hard and fast don't talk about it because like I think the more people that do I talk about it fair. the more common yeah. and normal no, it'll be yeah because miscarriages are common because I know from people yeah. who have had miscarriages when they've told me they've been like I just wish I'd said something that I was pregnant At and when time. it happened and it would it would have felt so much more normal and I would have felt less mm-hmm. alone and yeah. I'm like I agree get that get that yeah, yeah. no that so, makes a lot of sense that's yeah, my point, point yeah. of view but no, anyway it's not no, super relevant to this but, but yeah. just in terms of like it's up to the person when they oh, tell oh for sure you. it's up to the person like yeah. so don't like because I definitely like I've had a colleague at work like have a baby and I noticed before she told anyone I noticed her tummy yeah. and I was just like 
but she looks pregnant. Yeah. But I'm not going to go up to her no. and say, are you pregnant? No. So like, I'll wait for her to tell me yeah, if that sure. is what yeah. is going on, which is what happened. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, you don't go and insert yourself into someone's... I think you have to deal with the fact that like, I know that she's got more of an emotional uh, connection with whether George is pregnant or not because she feels... It feels like a personal slight, slight on her. <laughs> Which is irrational, and I think deep down she knows it's irrational. But the problem is, is she doesn't turn herself well. down from that. Yeah, she sort of wallows in it and yeah. like celebrates it. Yeah, mm-hmm. overtly, and, and I'm gives like, into and, it and everyone over and over enables again. it. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, no, like stuff happens. Your ex boyfriends will get married that you're not over. Will get married and have babies sometimes, and you just have to deal with it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean you have a right to anything. To any of the yeah, yeah anything. Yeah, I just yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. Ali leaves, and we, the next scene we see her in the unisex, and she goes to go into a stall, but she stops before she does and just high kicks the door, and, like, it, and it slams into her face. It kind of ricochets Which off and back into her face, and she falls down. <laughs> Which is just what she deserves, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> um, at that moment, Billy comes in because he's obviously followed her. To be like, oh, you're okay. Ugh, I'm so annoyed at this because it's like, if I was Georgia, I like, what? Why is Billy rushed into the unisex after Ali to apologise for procreating with his wife? Like, well, that's what happens, isn't it? Yeah. She gets up and he's like, I feel I should apologise, and she's like, for what? And he says, I don't know if things were the other way around. And Ali says, Why do you keep saying if things were the other way around? They're they're not the other way around. I don't want things to be the other way around. I happen to be happy with all of my happiness ahead of me. See, I live my life as one big Christmas Eve and it makes me happy, happy, happy. And if I seem upset, it's just that I I find you rude. Rude? Yes, rude. You want to marry somebody else? Fine. You want you and me to work in the same firm? Fine. You want to bring her in here? Fine. It's all fine. But to get her pregnant, that's rude. And and I am concerned for your child. It's tough enough to grow up in this world with any sense of manners. What chance does your child have with two rude parents? So, um, <sighs> so, so, broadly speaking, she's being ridiculous. Yeah. But there are elements of truth in this around the fact that what did she say? So there was the, she did a checklist of things. You want to marry somebody else. I mean, obviously that's fine. Yeah. You want you and me to work in the same firm and you bring her in here. Those are the two things that I think arguably he could be like guilty of. Because like, it's fine. And even them working in the same firm, sure, like one of them could leave. But the fact that he's been like, Georgia can work here too. I just think it's a very unhealthy dynamic and they don't have to be in that dynamic. Like any sane person. But she could leave she anytime could leave, she wanted. Sure. But it's just like she was there. No, he was there first. He was yeah. there first. But Georgia didn't was, need to come George... in. No, but Georgia I mean? got an unfair hand. Like she was. Um, she could have got a job anywhere. No, she couldn't. That was the whole thing, was in terms of like she was. She put her career on the line in terms of. A, uh, challenging her oh, boss. Oh, I see. So everyone would so be like, we don't, everyone would be like we don't want a troublemaker yeah. like her. Got you. So she was put in a really difficult position yeah. and Richard, or, and Billy's not the boss. No, Richard offered her the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I know. And yeah. I just think if it was affecting your mental health that much, you'd fucking go. Yeah. And, but and I guess she's thinking and, like, and I, I think like it here, also, why should I be the one Yeah, which is fair enough. But then... I think then the onus falls on Billy to be like, well, 
uh, this is unhealthy for my marriage, all yeah. three of us working in the same office, so I'll go. I actually think it's Billy that should, if one of them goes, I think it should be Billy, personally. I think it should be Ali or Billy. Yeah. But I get Ali's point of view where she's like... Because I, I like think it. Billy like, I think Billy likes that dynamic. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, yes. Like he loves it. He gets off on it. Yeah, like he likes that he has... I think it's his kink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fetish. I think it is. He but, goes back to it all the time. Yeah, but I think... And yeah, it's just a, a, a whole situation. But if Ali... He'll be like, okay, I can only move if I can find another ex-girlfriend. Yeah, I think, I think if Ali had... If Ali was had any kind of like I don't know but she is self-aware she does know what what she what she's like I, I don't I, I just she just doesn't do anything about the fact that this is an unhealthy dynamic and it keeps happening yes and so it's like uh, yeah like, I think probably her attitude is why should I why should it be me yeah has to change my life but then she doesn't put any boundaries in place no, to make sure. like so she doesn't help herself anyway so Billy says well I'm sorry and she says why do you say sorry I don't even care <laughs> <laughs> and then we hear her like gasp and then like a splash and she says I've fallen in the toilet Poughkeepsie yeah. and I'm like how has she fallen has anyone fallen in the toilet I know it's a unisex to one of the boys of the toilet seat up but even then yeah I always sit look down fall in. before I sit down but she is discombobulated She's a lot she's of things. She's very yeah. delicate, okay? She's she does things like fall in toilets. Yes. But I just I just felt like this scene, I was just like, if I was Georgia, I'd be so fucked off. That he went that, running that off. That my yeah. husband left me to run after his ex-girlfriend to manage her feelings about my pregnancy. I like, know. what about my, my feelings about my pregnancy? I know. Like, I was just... It's ridiculous. Oh, it's I found horrible. the whole storyline really boring. Of this, <laughs> to be I would much rather have Renee for, like, a whole... Life. Yes, Because <laughs> yes. yes. that was quite an important storyline. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I know. Completely. So then we have more Boston scenes, more panning. Um, and <laughs> Ali and Renee are at home, and they're kind of having coffee. I think it's the morning, because um, Renee's doing her makeup and stuff, and Ali's like, let's go. So clearly they're going yes. to court. And Renee says, you know, the only thing I, uh, the only cons- uh, the only thing I should take consolation in is I know I've got an appeal. It was inadequate counsel. And Ali's like, no, John's right. You've made a lousy witness. You told the police you only meant to crack his head. That bravado was a liability. And then Renee's like, puts on no defence. I'm all for originality, but that man, that man is too different for his own good. Yeah. So they're still at odds. She clearly still has no faith in John's methods when no. it comes to. I mean, it's I, it was a, a, it's a risky strategy. It's yeah, a huge it is, yeah. gamble. I kind of understand why, yeah, but you'd be angry, massive yeah. gamble. Anyway, then we're at the unisex. And Billy and Georgia are well. Georgia's in this. Billy's already got himself a ball. I it know. Catches me. It's jo- so funny. Georgia's staring in the in the sink, and Billy's sort of leaning, facing the other way with a baseball glove. Like, <laughs> and of course, he's like, it's going to be a boy. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, sure. And they're discussing how they feel about it because they've had like overnight to absorb things. Yes. Um, and clearly, Georgia's feeling a bit weird that they're not more excited. She's like, it's a baby. We always wanted a baby in time. 
And Billy's like trying to rationalise it, being like, well, we're still absorbing, absorbing it, you know. And then Georgia goes, don't you think the catcher's mitt is a little premature? And he goes, it's just a prop to get me more excited. And Georgia goes, oh, And I'm like, why are you awing this? Like, this is a red flag, surely, that he needs a prop to get excited. I know. But Richard comes up um, whilst they're discussing this, and they notice him at this point. Um, and Richard goes, I only heard from the beginning. <laughs> Permit me to be avuncular here, since I'm likely not the father. Having a child, it's a selfish thing. Couples don't walk around wanting to give life. They say, we want a child. We want, we want. It's a selfish thing. Not that it's not a good selfish, but it's selfish. Don't punish yourselves for not wanting to celebrate your greed here. And Georgia, you're entitled to melancholy. Your body's about to swell, distort, and treadmills aside. It'll never be the same. And the infant's going to see way more of her breasts than you will. And when you finally do get a visit, whoa, the big... Droop. And then there's all the other sleep deprivation, your face at 10 years the first year, education, <laughs> forget the cost, the kid can't learn in public school, in private, uh, what if Junior's in his third month, you've already missed the application deadline, and don't beat yourselves up for not being excited here, yet you're having a child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's unique. I mean... To be honest, I don't detect many lies here. I am just like... Helen is like lightsaber. Nope. Clean. Then I'm just like, yeah, like, having a child is quite a hassle. Like, it's a lot of hard work. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. and it will completely upturn your life. Yeah. Helen is like, I stand with Richard. He has a unique ability to pep talk someone with very negative... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He does, yeah. yeah. It's true. Well, George is like, thanks for the little pick-me-up, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, I don't like that this is becoming a trope. Oh, this he is stops, becoming a thing, He stops it? at the store and he sighs and he says, Bram, be gone now. Oh, wow. And Billy and George look disgusted. And then Elaine comes in wearing her face bra, which we haven't seen for a yeah. while, and saying hello. And then she goes into a store and Georgia says, it's one thing to bring a child into the world, but our world yeah so they've suddenly just thrown all the kookiness into the bathroom and yeah. been like I mean, what a world yeah i know yeah <laughs> anyway next scene ali is on the phone to tracy we can deduce because she's yes. saying never mind the damn theme song i'm tired of theme songs what no no pips tracy i have to go to trial bye yeah <laughs> like, poor tracy on the other end it's like clearly ali would have phoned her yeah and all ali's done is gone your this is bullshit goodbye <laughs> Tracy charged for that phone call. <laughs> but jo- the reason she put the phone down is because John had come in like to get her. So yes. he's like, ready, let's go. And Ali talks, because obviously they both use Tracy. Ali says, you know she's a quack. Do you know what she told me? To pick a silly theme song about my pain that Georgia getting pregnant with what's-his-name's baby. And John's like, it works. And Ali's like, excuse me. And John says, well, picking a silly song helps to trivialise the pain. Something peppy that identifies with the hurts. And Ali's like, maybe I should put on squeaky shoes. Yeah, and then she just goes on a bit of a... Rant. Rant. She's yeah. like, everything's not solved by turning things into big jokes, John. Now, maybe, maybe that's how you handle your problems, but I don't. And I'm going to say it again. My best friend in life, on trial, and if she loses her career due to your clicking and squeaking and calling witnesses you don't question, I won't just not forgive you. I will hate you. <laughs> And 
then John looks Just really, looks really sad yeah. and he leaves and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, oh God. And then as he, he goes, he like puts like, his hand up like, she, she hits her desk in frustration because she's clearly like just really upset him yeah. like I get that tensions are high but it's yeah. like John is on her side like it doesn't help to like throw it back yeah I know I think it's I think I think Renee's like lack of faith in John is catching yeah. isn't it like um yeah so it, it's quite an upsetting Yes, Ali is taking out her anger about Georgia and Billy. I was going to say, it's not about Renee, it's about Georgia and Billy. Yeah. That's what's causing the stress. Because until that happened, she was quite calm and being a mediator and stuff. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Anyway, so the opposing council is closing (sighs) and it's (laughs) as depressing as you can imagine. So he basically says, she's a girl. That's the defence here. Come on. She's a girl. Here's what happened. A trained kickboxer broke somebody's neck. There isn't any evidence she was physically threatened here. None. She started the sexual assault. She started the violent assault. She broke his neck. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't think you know what sexual assault is. Like, which as a lawyer is a concern. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need to talk. And you can't start your own sexual assault. Like that's not that's how not how it works. Like at what point did he say that the romantic slash sexual acts she did were unwanted from him and that he wanted her to stop? Like that didn't happen. Yeah. So well, then his, like, main argument, I suppose, is... And he it... started the violent assault. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, I know, when... I know. I'm just yeah, like... we all watched it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, the opposing counsel's, so like, summation is basically, if it was the other way around, he would definitely be going to jail now. Um, but... Hey, she's, she's a, girl. a girl. So then we get John, and he does um, a closing that says... In her very own home, a man, a bigger man, sexually assaults her. And when he, this, this bigger man, then struck her, one could opine it was her place to defend herself. Please. Did she encourage him to make a sexual advance? Perhaps. Did she get him all worked up? I bet she did. Does she then forfeit her right to say stop? Please. So-called attack she's being punished for lasted four seconds, tops. It was a reflex. A man violently hits her. She hits back, and she's on trial. Please. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm an odd man. I uh, use clickers to spare my throat. I stand corrected in orthopedic shoes, and I stand here steeped in absurdity. But absurdity itself must have its limits. Her own home, while under assault, she defends herself, and she's arrested? Say the word with me. Please. <laughs> and Renee kind of cocks her head in a curious way, like, huh, maybe he's, he's got something good. here. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually think that was, like, this closing shows to me, like, he had this whole strategy from the beginning. Mm. Like, it was make me look ridiculous so that I can use that in my yeah. closing and be like, this whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but also, like, just the, the please, the please summation is just a great tactic. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in that time, in that... I think it was the only defence, like, that he could do. do. Yeah. So, the next 
scene, uh, John and Ali are back at Cajun Fish and Billy goes up to Ali to ask how it's gone and Ali's saying, yeah, we got a pretty good instruction um, and Billy goes, and John was good and Ali goes, please. <laughs> which I really enjoyed. Um, and Billy says, tell Renee we're all thinking of her, which I thought was quite nice yeah, of him, I suppose. Yeah. We're going to give him a point for that. Great. <laughs> Here's a cookie. Um, then Elaine comes up to Ali and says, do you know any good OBGYNs? George is looking and Ali just dumps her bag and coat on Elaine <laughs> and, like, walks off. Walks off. Um, and I know Elaine was, like, like poking her there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. But, like, yeah. don't just throw your shit at her. Like, she literally just pushes it into her, like, chest. And yeah. Elaine's, like... And what is funny is Elaine, like, mouths after her, snappish. <laughs> 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 really funny. Um, but then we get Ali's voiceover saying, theme song. Silly theme song. song. <laughs> Trivialise the pain. And she kind of leans against the wall, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, and then we get music starting up, which is the Wedding Bell Blues by Fifth Dimension. Mm-hmm. And the camera focuses on Billy doing like his best professional <sighs> workwear catalogue model phase. He's like on the phone and he's like, like this ad like this woman who's like admin woman yeah and he like in the most like patronizing ways like, mm-hmm, like, <laughs> just like and i'm like why ali like he well, is ali, so the worst ali like looks at him like smiling like, like oh you um, so unattractive but then all as the, as the music like kicks in and the lyrics happen because it's what are the lyrics it's like why won't you marry me bill like yeah. yeah it's all about marrying a guy called Bill, Bill yeah. yeah not Billy Bill yeah, yeah. Um, but all as this sort of all kicks in all the kind of workers in Ali's mind like join in like Start, a musical yeah it becomes like a musical yeah it? like yeah. there's this real like set piece dance and number dancing, across yeah. the office um, but then in the real world it flips back and it's like the music kind of does the music cut out of this first bit? I think, I think it, it does. like becomes like a little bit of an echo. Yeah, because John turns and sees Ali like leaning against the wall, staring at what is ostensibly just a regular office doing regular. And he's like, but he's looking at her like, huh? It's like he something. can, it's yeah. like he can sense or like yeah. see what it is she's seeing. Yeah. Like, it's really, yeah. He can certainly sense that she's seeing something that's not there. Yeah, but like he having can sense a fantasy. She, yeah. what, is she, what she is doing. And then yeah. it cuts back to Ali's inner world and it carries on with people, like, dancing. Um, they're all on the chairs in the conference room, like, <laughs> in time to the music, like, bringing them around and putting their feet on the table yeah. and stuff. And then and Ali it, follows, like, a line of women. Well, it gets more and more elaborate because yeah. people start getting carried through the office on their backs. Um, and you see John in Ali's inner world bobbing his head in time as though he can like see or oh, hear okay. it yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but anyway some dancers go through to the unisex and well they're say, like yeah. women in like short skirts and like different coloured satin like shirts yeah like, they're like, wearing the same outfit but in different yeah, colours yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Ali kind of follows them waving her hand <laughs> yeah as, she, as they go into the stalls and they beckon kind of her they go they each go there's five of them they each go into this, a cubicle no, are they four of them I can't remember how many stalls there are anyway okay. they leave a stall free yeah. for Ali and Ali kind of looks at them and they like beckon her to join in so she kind of coyly like jo- like watches them and then joins in in the empty stall and then they start sort of Doing going like in the and like kicking yeah. out of the stall so you just see their legs as Vonda sings <laughs> 
like the real world but yes. the music is still going on and he just sees you see his Ali's point legs. of view looking at the stalls just seeing Ali's legs kicking out of a stall and then she comes out with her eyes closed to like dance along with her hand she's like waving her yeah, hands yeah, above yeah. her head and then Billy kind of just slowly approaches her and then there's Smiling. like this record scratch like as she opens her eyes and realises that he's like witnessed this entire yeah. Charade. And she's a bit embarrassed. She is a bit embarrassed. She's like, and then she goes, uh, well, and then she sort of does a little nervous dance. Take that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, everything okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, Georgia being pregnant. And Ali says, is there any chance it's not hers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> On so many levels. Um, and then she says, I am happy for you. It's just that when you left, back then... I prayed, at least let me be married first. Or if not, at least let me have children first. Or if not, at least let me die first. (laughs) And I have to say, although she's being ridiculous, I have definitely had that line of thought when uh, I've broken up with someone before. I think with Ali, it's been a significant amount of time away from Billy, and she just has this obsession with a man filling her happiness hole. Mm, Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. being in a relationship will cure this it's like no you need to work out how to make yourself happy in a a relationship it will be right yeah exactly and that is what you know most normal people come to realize at some point whereas she's just like nope i'm refusing to learn this yeah wallow in my ridiculous i am half of a whole and until i find my other half i know and Um, billy is my other half really like and it's just oh yeah but I definitely, <laughs> I recognise that thought pattern yes, um, for sure. from when I was younger. And it was just kind of quite funny watching it back now because I clearly don't feel any of those that things. Way. And it's just like, oh, you, you, you'll grow up Silly. one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Billy's like, oh, I see. And Ali's like, I am really happy for you. And then she says, are you happy for you? And Billy's like, yeah, I'm scared, but yeah. And then John comes in and says the judge has got the... the called us back. Called us back. And Ali's like, oh, the verdict. And he's like, no, the jury has questions. And Ali's like... Questions? <gasps> <laughs> she gasps, yeah. <laughs> so, back in court, the judge is finding out from the foreperson of the jury, like, what the questions are. So, the judge is ask, is talking to, like, the jury four-person member mm. um, and he goes, so your question, as I understand it, is if you need to find... Yes if the defendant intended to cause these injuries, is that it? And they're like, yes. And he's like, you don't. Intent goes only to whether she intended to commit the battery. It's if she hit him on purpose, not if she hit him. Not if she hurt him on purpose. So it's actually a lower standard. Yes. And John goes, I'm troubled. troubled, As an aside to Renee. So then we're back at Ali and Renee's flat um, and Renee is kind of cleaning up dinner. Ali's in her PJs um, and Renee's like, he's troubled. I'm dead. Like, yeah, this is not this good. Is not good. And Ali's trying to calm her down by being like, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. And Renee's like, it means that they ruled out self-defense. And Ali's like, you don't know that. And Renee's like, we do know I'm dead. It's been fun, hasn't it? The clickers, the squeaky shoes. I'm going to lose my job. Yeah. And Ali's like, let's not go there. And... Renee goes, you know what? Your law firm is the big ship of fools. And that's when Ali is like, hey, nobody on that ship got arrested, Renee. So that you is, got arrested. That is my... Objection! And mine. Ah, oh, great. Oh, Double 
so I mean this is so many kinds of wrong I don't know how you feel Alice but I was like you don't take that sexual power like the, what they're saying is you don't get to take the sexual power dynamic back or you'll attract the wrong men like what the fuck like what problem you know the problem that she it's just like the fucking patriarchy isn't it it's just well, saying that I mean they're going nobody on that ship got arrested Renee you got arrested and I'm like but you and John have definitely oh, been arrested oh for sure yeah no so but even besides <laughs> that I mean arrested even if she's just talking about this scenario yeah it's wrong. She's blaming Renee for what she did. She fundamentally believes that she was right to be arrested. I mean, what this reveals. Yes, yeah. Which upsets me yes. greatly, as we've discussed at length. I mean, my objection falls kind of after this whole okay. scene has well, played Alice, out. Do you want to talk about what your objection, like how you object to it? My objection was that how dare you say that someone's sexuality brought this upon them? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, which is the same thing. I'm like, I have no uh, issue with Ali not being as sexual as Renee. No. But because she is doesn't mean she deserves any punishment. No. Along. Exactly. She's this Ali's attitude this whole time has been well. You kind of brought this on yourself. Yeah. So yeah. should we dig into what she says so yeah. that we yeah. can then pick it apart? Yes. Because I think we've all got the same. Yeah. I okay. just put it right at the end of the scene. Right, okay, yeah. yeah so, sorry, yeah. That's fine. Like, I, I, I thought we would all object at the same mm. bit, because it's kind of, like, the most objectionable yeah. bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, Renee goes, I allowed you to defend me, maybe I'm the fool, we had no case, and Ali's like, we No, no, tried. Well, she, she doesn't say we had no, she says it, like, sarcastically, like, we had no case. Like, yeah, we had no that's case. What, that was what you did, and yeah. that's not true. Yeah, and Ali's like, we tried, and Renee is like, what about self-defence? And Ali says, it wasn't self-defence. Now, got, when what? are you going yeah. to admit that? You hit him out of anger. She said you, you weren't protecting yourself, you hit him out of anger. Yeah, yeah, you beat him up, you almost killed him. This wasn't self-defence for a second. I've just got a big what. Absolute bollocks. Absolute bollocks. It's like, what kind of fuckery is this? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, what, you're not allowed to be angry when you defend yourself, otherwise it's not defence? Like, yeah. that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, and your anger can be the fire that you need to, to successfully protect, yeah, defend yourself. Had she not gotten angry, I don't know how that situation would have ended. Like, yeah. not well. Not no. well. Well, Renee says, And she turns around yeah. and says, Renee, you have a problem. Yeah. Which I'm just like... And Renee says, I won't listen to you. And Ali's like, yes, you, you will. I'm your best friend. You are going to hear this from me. This sex as a power thing and the way you joke about your esteem being in your breasts, there's truth in that. You walk around and try to intimidate men with your sexual aggressiveness. And Renee's like, don't give me that. Like, she's on yeah. the defensive. And she says, and the only guys who respond are those guys that you end up with. They're the guys we both know you don't want. Sexy Renee, look at her strut. Isn't she fun? It isn't fun. If I was somebody else sitting across the room, I might laugh and enjoy it. But as somebody who loves you, you have a problem. The reason John didn't put you on the stand is because you don't get it and you need to get it, Renee. You need to get it. And I'm just like, what the hell? Well, I think this is a prime. This is what I was talking about earlier when I said mm -hmm. this is about her race as well. Why? Because do you think I'm like, about her race? this is a prime example of misogynoir. So that oh. crossover of 
black being black and being a woman okay so renee is viewed by the white people around her and by extension the show yeah as to being too sexual and sexually yes. aggressive uh, for her own woman, good yes exactly it's interesting because Elaine is an example of yes. a white person in the show who is also very overtly But sexual. she is not called aggressive with no, her sexuality. That's true. That's a very particular word that is often reserved yes. for black women. Yes. And I think... Particularly uh, black women who can defend themselves. Angry yeah. black women yeah. is a stereotype, as is being hypersexual is a black yes. stereotype. And I think... Even though, as an audience, we've never actually seen her dating loads, like we or sleeping around. Not that that would justify her treatment here if she was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's that thing of like we've all seen that she's flirty, like the way that Elaine is in a lot of ways, and suggestive with men. But but hypersexualization of black women and men is a very old stereotype. Yes, very yeah. ugly roots in slavery. Yes. Yeah. Where black people were said to be animalistic in their sexual yeah, yeah, desires. Yeah. yeah. And I mean I read this article once that was about how um it was disgusting, like how white when we first started as a white Western society interacting with black people in like the slave trade, like one of the things that was done was white doctors would examine the genitals of black women mm. and compare them oh, to the genitals yes. of white sex workers and be like, look at the similarities. They're just, oh. therefore, black women are inherently, oh my you know, goodness. sexually available as a sex worker. What the fuck? Like, they're easy and they're exotic. That's disgusting. Like That's that, horrendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it, that kind of narrative that helped apparently good respectable christian white men justify the rape and abuse oh of slaves like and that history lingers here like it, oh God, it's yeah, where sure. like someone like renee is incapable of being seen as a true victim because of sexual assault because of how, look how sexy she is yeah i've like, always hated this, this and she, she kind of had it coming because look how sexy she is in the world i mean i can imagine elaine being in the situation and there'd definitely be some sort of sympathy well, I don't... Yeah, also there'd be so i think if it were elaine it'd be like well it was self-defense and they would be able to prove it yeah. which they're not doing they're not elaine. doing and i don't think and yeah by a similar thing i don't think ali if this was her storyline and she's the one we've seen having one night stands, so actually, actually more sexual than Renee in, in terms it of what, what we view as, as an yeah. audience. Mm. Like, she would not be treated like this. No, I don't I, believe she no, would be she treated wouldn't. like this by the show. Especially and, uh, as they, um, sorry, no, 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 go, go ahead. Especially as they, they put her together as like this pure little, like, oh, I'm a bit of a prude. I'm such, I'm yeah. such yeah. a delicate yeah. flower. Yeah, yeah. 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 white woman. Yeah, the guy you want to fuck. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it, it's also Girl, a great example of how slut shaming becomes yeah. victim blaming absolutely you know? I, i've always felt uncomfortable I, I i do remember this um storyline the first time i watched it and i've always felt uncomfortable with mm. it because there was and i don't think i could articulate it at that time yeah but this is what it is i've just yeah. been like i've always had this sense of hang on being sexy is not a crime no and it shouldn't invite 
yeah. you to be like, oh, well, you bought it on yourself. You know, what yeah. people were asking for it, weren't you, really? Um, really? And it's like, yeah. it's like, no. But also this this layer of the, re- the, the intersection of her race and her sexuality yeah. and her gender. Because, and that is a real thing of like black women and black girls find it really difficult to be seen as a victim of something. Yeah. Because, well, you're you're sexually aggressive. Actually, you're just aggressive in general. Yeah. Like, yeah. angry black women, angry yeah. black men. Like, it, it mm. just, like, you, you don't... <laughs> you're not a victim. Not in the way a lovely white woman like Ali is a victim. Yeah. Like, because yeah. she doesn't ask for that. But I just think the comparison is probably clearer the, or starker when you think about how they treat... Elaine. Yeah. Because Elaine's probably the closest in terms of being sexy in her day to day life. Wanting to be seen as sexy. Yeah. Whereas Ali doesn't go around doing that. Not that it makes it right either way, but no. like but I'm just saying, you know, a light a more like for like comparison yeah. in terms of character. And I don't think they and would, they don't they no. don't ever say to Elaine you're too sexually aggressive. No. They say you're attention seeking, yeah. which is a way of infantilizing her. Yes. Yeah. And being like you're like a little girl. Yeah. Yes. Which again makes it very kind of like in another uh, way. it yeah. is problematic in another way but it allows her to be a victim of sorts yes yeah. whereas renee a black woman like that. renee would not get that that layer of, no. of treatment at all and i just and they do like her it's quite aggressive yeah they do. Well, they, so do. they really play into i completely agree what you're saying yeah. they really play into it i think i just do yeah. you think one thing i did wonder is do you think they're trying to avoid that accusation by having the man on the opposite side of this equation be a black man by being like well it can't be misogynoir because he's black so i don't think they understood the con i don't think david e kelly knew what misogynoir was no because he's writing it but i wonder whether that he consciously made a decision for the michael character to be black to like avoid any kind of well white men against a black woman yeah. like to make it seem like well a black a fellow black person thinks that she's aggressive <laughs> yes. so she must be you know what yes. I mean yeah. yeah yeah no possibly I don't know to just, try it's just and... interesting to think about what you've been saying and then think about the choice of race of that character yeah the man that assaulted her like yeah. I don't know I just think you know they must have made a choice as to who to have as that character yeah. and it to be black yeah. I think might be, uh, uh, might have been chosen for that reason. Possibly to, to try and not necessarily make it... consciously against misogynoir as a concept, no, but, but like to, to I think almost to like to validate his what, point of view, almost to make it uncomplicated. Yeah, like because I think that yeah, if he if Michael had been a white man, yeah there's I think that would have been in their head that that something could be said I don't know what but something could be said yeah, so let yeah. Adam be a black guy therefore it's like neutral yeah like yeah. and yeah. not an issue like yeah. I, I don't know yeah but the fact that you've got this white woman in Ali telling Renee yeah that 
she's too sexually aggressive. Yeah. And yeah. you've brought it on yourself. This conversation is like and the worst this, conversation. And, and almost like, see, this is why this would never happen to me. Because I don't invite that kind of man. And it's just like, yeah. you are so on another planet. You so do not understand how this shit works. Like, and dressing it up as her being like a good friend to Renee yeah. is just really, really awful. Yeah. Like, it's just it's feels horrible. like stabbing her in the back. If Renee had like packed up her bags and like fucked yeah. off in that episode, I would have been like, fair enough. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, but. Uh, yeah. Which is annoying considering what comes exactly on in this episode. Yeah, completely. Yes. So, so moving on, John is uh, in the office barefoot. It's like late at night at Cajun Fish. So John is in the office barefoot and Ali comes in, uh, enters the office in kind of casual clothes. That's why mm. we know it's not during the day. Um, and she sort of goes up to John and says, oh, what are you doing? And he says, oh, I'm working on another case, uh, an early draft, my closing. Um, and in bare feet, I get a better feel for it. <laughs> and it's the first time we see him do that, I think. Yeah, I, I think don't think we've is. seen that. We no. do see that again. Yeah. But anyway, Ali apologises to John for like having her rant at him earlier. And John says, oh, it's okay. I can pretend to understand. And Ali's like, pretend? And he's like, I don't have a friendship on the level of yours with Renee. So it would be presumptuous of me to say, I know. And Ali's like, you have friends. And Ali, during this entire conversation, he keeps pacing around this pillar. Like, he doesn't yeah. stop. And Ali's like, keeps trying to like, <laughs> she goes one way and then the other, like, <laughs> trying to find him. And he says, if I were on trial, I like to think somebody would be so invested that they'd behave as erratically as you have. But win or lose this trial, Renee's a fortunate person. And I'm like, is she? I know. <laughs> I don't know if she is. I know. And John, uh, uh, Ali says, John, if you were on trial, I'd be there for you. And they kind of tap their little fingers together, which is yeah, really like, cute. Almost like a pinky, pinky promise. promise. Yeah. I thought it was so cute. Anyway, then he asks why Ali is here. And she says, well, I couldn't sleep, so I thought I would catch up on some stuff. And so he says, oh, fine. And then she kind of leaves him to it. Yeah. So then we see Ali. She's back. At, she clearly has gone back home to, I guess, put not her jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> and she's on the phone. Oh, um, my God. And she's going... I think... <laughs> She, I think she's on the phone to work. Yeah, she is. But she's going, I'm waiting for a pimple to shrink. And I'm like, how is this a legit reason for not well, to be anything? Fair, she wasn't work like <laughs> super late last night, so I think she's okay to be there. But she says, I'll be there by 9.30 and I've got my pager on if the jury comes out. Um, so she walks out of the bedroom and Renee is just on the couch and she's like, oh, are you not going to work? And Renee says, well, I wouldn't be able to concentrate, so I might as well just wait here for the verdict. Yeah. And Ali says, well, win or lose, we'll have a sleepover tonight. You deserve it. I'm sorry for some of the kind of getting angry. And then Renee says, everything you said is true. And at this point, I've got, I drew a sobbing face. <laughs> I'm just like, no, no, you've internalised this. You've been gaslighted, Renee. Get out! Yeah, get out! Get out, Renee! Um, she says, I do use sex. As a, and then Ali says why and then we get Renee telling a story about her so you know like how we had Elaine's backstory a few mm, episodes yes. ago we basically get Renee's, Renee's now but with Renee's comes some flashbacks yeah. during the court was kind of peppered through her speech so she says when I was 11 years old I started to develop and I was the first girl in my class to get breast kids boys me. And there's like a flashback of like child Renee mm, yeah. and all these boys like surrounding her and grabbing her. It's awful. Mm. 
Um, she says, Say thanks. And one day, I snuck into the boys' room because I heard there were some things written about me. And there's a flashback to her going into the bathroom and you can see the word, like, slut scrawled in graffiti. Awful, awful things. So I ran home, started crying. And I kept on crying. My mother told me they liked me. They chased me because they liked me. And I clung on to that one. I started using it and it was easy. Look at me now. I've gone to law school, Harvard even. And I can't bear it if a guy doesn't want to grab me a little. And then if he does grab me, I'm on that playground again. And then you get a flashback to Michael while she's saying that, and then the playground mm. to like juxtapose those two things. Mm. And she said, oh, This thing that happened in here with Rivers. I've been waiting my whole life for it. I just thank God. At least I'm ashamed of it. And Ali kind of puts out her hand and they hold hands. And I'm just heartbroken by this entire speech because this is just such a false truth that has been passed down through generations. This whole, well, they tease you because you like, they like you. That's just how boys show their affection. And it's like, this is not okay. I just don't understand what David E. Kelly has put in Renee's mouth here. No. Like, to me, it doesn't even make that much sense. Well, like, no, well, wait. in terms of, like... Oh, I can't stand it if a man doesn't grab me. But then what she's saying is, but when he does grab me, it triggers me. Yeah. And I get freaked out and yeah. I want to stop. So I don't, I, don't, I mean, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know the ins and outs of that. But I, I, my, so my understanding is like when someone knows they get triggered by something, they avoid it. I, I don't, don't, I mean, I don't know. There are bits in this speech that, not the attitude towards this speech at the end, where she says, oh, I should be ashamed of it. Yeah, but I mean, the, the recounting of her experiences, I know that that, I don't know if it still is, but that kind of thing happened in schools when we were young. Yes, yes. For sure. Yeah, oh, definitely. And it was tolerated, and it was kind of like, boys will be boys was the yeah. attitude. If, they, if teachers knew about it, quite often it. they didn't. Yeah. Like, I've had stories from friends of mine, like, we didn't go to a mixed school, but no. I know friends who did, and they were like, they used to do things called up and unders, where they would just lift up your skirt and stick their hands oh, up and I hands. used to have a guy who just punched me in the boob. Yeah. And it was funny, and I was kind of like, ah, but actually it's like, no, someone's punching me in the breast. I mean, there was <sighs> an awful lot of sexual harassment. Yeah. Like, there's no other way of Word calling for it. it yeah. um, that happens in schools, uh, whether it's mixed or not, because, you know, when often when you're not in a mixed school, you do fraternise with the, like, adjoining boys' school. At I didn't. Point. <laughs> well, we, yeah, I didn't. But, like, well but, like there's, boys grow up with this attitude, and I don't know if it's changing. I hope to God that it is. Yeah. But this is girls are there to play with, and they're your thing to have power over. Yeah. And girls are just meant to be like, <laughs> giggle at you it. You know, and, yeah, or, like, be like, oh, oh, that's just that's just them being like, oh, they like you and they're into you. And it's like, no. So yes. that really resonated yes, with that, me. that did, yes. And the fact that you're told by people of authority that that's just the way it is, that resonated with yes. me. I hope that that is changing. Yes. I really do. Yes. Um, but it doesn't, like, and... and to a certain extent, if you've internalised that narrative, I can understand you seeing 
guys wanting to, because I've been out, like at uni, I've been out with women at that time when we're young, and if guys don't come up to you and try and Flirt with get you. with you, yeah. and flirting when I was at uni, which is not that long ago, no. meant squeezing your bum, yeah. like stuff that actually I was super uncomfortable with yeah. at the time, but thought that it was just something I had to, Endure. that was just how you, yeah. how you yeah. got the interest of a guy, yeah. but I remember going on nights out and talking with friends afterwards and being like, oh, well, no one squeezed my bum tonight. Oh, what an unsuccessful evening kind of thing. Whereas now I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, that's so twisted like, that we used to think like that. Yeah. And like, and I just, and that is, so I can understand that narrative okay. and internalising that narrative yeah. because I've done it. And it's only in the last, I don't know, five, six years or so yeah. that I've been like, hang on. Wait, the <laughs> whole world has been gaslighting us the entire time. <laughs> yeah. Because this isn't how it should be. No. And there is a way of flirting with people and get and like meeting people and like you know, having a fun, sexy time with people that doesn't involve yeah. assault. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> and uh. and like, you know, so I kind of understood this. The bit where I lost her was where she was like Thank God I'm ashamed of what I did. Yeah. And I'm like, no. No, you don't need to be ashamed. No. It's that situation so was sad. very clear. Yeah. He crossed the line and you had a right And to you were this. very clear that he was crossing a line and you wanted him to stop. Even if you weren't super clear, like uh, yeah. the merest hint of not being happy with what yeah. he was doing yeah. is enough. She asked him to leave yeah. and he wouldn't. What, what more were you supposed to do? Like the onus is on him to get clear consent from her yeah if that's not clear then yeah. you don't proceed that's just yes. how it works yeah <sighs> so this was really sad this was horrible all of it was don't sad. like it awful yeah yes so next scene we're back at cajun fish and john is wearing kind of underpants over <laughs> Huge, his like, trousers wide fronts over his trousers with like away. Steam. <laughs> yeah there's like steam coming out of it and there's like a cord coming from them to a lane and john is like this is ridiculous and i'm like thank god <laughs> um, but then he's like yes with a cord it is but i'm working on a power pack that will make it more functional and richard comes up and asks the question on everyone's lips which is <laughs> what, what is, is this <laughs> and it's another one of elaine's inventions so she calls it the cool cup and that Billy and Georgia inspired her to get busy. And Richard's like, um, and what would the point be other than the obvious fashion? <laughs> and Elaine says, well, heat kills sperm cells. So if you refrigerate them, men can stay more virile. So it turns out that steam is actually cold. Yeah. yeah. Um, and John's like, please, can you turn it down? <laughs> is wasted in <laughs> if she's smart enough to create some sort of cooling underwear yeah. why isn't she off making money by selling that idea completely my... I still love her ice, ice bubbles her yeah. ice bubbles yeah. they were really good yeah. I really enjoyed those yeah um, but anyway Ali comes in and sees Billy and the wedding bell blues like starts in her head and then she goes oh who cares <laughs> like, yeah, which I really love I'm like finally Ali yeah. you are getting it like who cares who literally cares um, and John says to Ali that the jury is back and they just got the call and they should go um, so he uh, is uh, and Ali's like really is that is that good and John says well if we win it's excellent <laughs> um, and at that point Elaine is holding the pants up to Richard like just to see if they'll fit like, and, and Richard's like ow ow like, it's cold. <laughs> so then we're in another scene 
uh, Georgia goes up to Billy and kind of pulls him into the office. Yeah. She clearly wants to talk about the pregnancy. And basically, it transpires she's gone to get a proper test from the doctor, a blood test, and it was negative. So she's they're not, not pregnant. pregnant. So it was all for now. Yes. <laughs> and storyline I had to suffer through. I know. Who cares? Um, and they, they're kind of like saying, well, this is for the best. They're like talking each other into the fact that it's for the best. She's like, it was for the best. I mean, I want kids, but and Billy's like, the timing, you know. George's like, I'm not going to lose my income. And Billy's like, there's time to get them into private school now. And should we have one? Um, yeah. And they're like, oh, we're relieved. We should get back to work. You know, timing. It's for the best. And then they kind of just look a bit sad. And yeah, they both are kind of sort of saying this in a way that, you know, very much implies they're not convinced about what it is they're saying. Like they're. Yeah. They're just putting on the like, face kind of talk of it. themselves yeah. into being okay. It's a complicated thing, isn't it? Because yeah, it's like yeah. you're like, oh, I've suddenly got this thing to deal with, and then you're like, oh, and you start to imagine what it means for you and yeah. what you're gonna do, and then suddenly it's like, oh, don't worry about it, and you're like, oh, I thought okay. I was getting invested in that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It must be a difficult yeah, time. Completely, yeah. So sure. Um, anyway, then in the court, um, verdict time. Verdict time, and the judge has is asking the jury and they say on the matter of Commonwealth versus Raddick we find the defendant not, not guilty. guilty and thank fuck for that because Ugh. can you imagine if they found the other way I would have been like objection <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway R- Renee is obviously very relieved she's sort of very visibly cheerful. relieved yeah. yeah and she says thank you to John um, and John goes you dodged one Renee I'm like no she didn't like oh. She shouldn't have been on trial in the first place. Yeah. Like, dodged as if, like, oh, you got away with that. Well oh, done. No. Be, next, be less aggressive next time. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Renee says, I'm sorry I doubted you. And John says, you will again. <laughs> um, and then Renee thanks Ali. And then Ali says, I didn't do anything except sleep with witnesses. <laughs> and, then, and then she was just like, she, like, grabs her hand again. She's like... Thank you, like, yeah. for thank saying you my truth. For, you know, yeah. telling me I had a problem. <laughs> I know, I'm like, don't thank her for that. I know. Literally. Awful. Anyway. Yes. And then Ali goes, we get a new scene. Ali's back at work and um, in the office, and she goes into the unisex and she's about to, or she goes into a stall and she hears crying. And so she climbs <laughs> on top the of the toilet and sees that it's Georgia in the next stall who is crying, but as she's doing that, she's trying to be stealthy, she's trying to like not let whoever it is crying know that she's spying yeah. on them, but she fucks it up because she basically falls down and her legs go under Georgia's stall and then they like <laughs> into the neck, like into the, like, they underneath. and like her underneath. feet shoot out underneath the partition into Georgia's yeah. stall. Yeah, and, and then they sort of <laughs> scrabble to like pull themselves back. It reminded me of like an insect. How her legs got in that position no. from being up there, like this is it's physically not... impossible. Yeah. That's a physical impossibility. Um, anyway, so George is like, uh, Are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, isometrics dismount. <laughs> like, no. But then Billy comes in behind this discussion yes. whilst Ali is saying, Are you okay? And George is like, Oh, yeah. And Billy's behind Ali, and, and then she sort of notices that he's <laughs> there. Like, what? She's like, what? <laughs> 
And he's like, can you uh, excuse us for a second? And she's like, sure. I hadn't gone yet, but sure. <laughs> she, leaves. she leaves. And they sort of have a chat where Georgia goes, uh, you know, it's really stupid. I didn't even want to be pregnant. I'm and not, I'm not pregnant, pregnant. But I was just thinking, like, about it for like one day I feel and Billy's like you feel lost like it turned out not to be real but the loss that was real you know and I get that yes, that's true I do yeah. and Georgia was like I feel so ashamed of worrying about losing my income and Billy's like we can start trying anytime you and or we want <laughs> um, and he says as scary as it was looking at you as the mother of my child that was everything <laughs> and Georgia's like everyone that it is negative, negative. Yeah. and then Billy's like I'm sure it's taken care of I told Elaine and, and Georgia, Georgia laughs and they hug I know um but yeah I just I mean as nauseating as I find Billy when he's being sincere I think that was probably quite an objectively speaking quite a nice yes. scene yes. between them yeah even though I'm like <laughs> <laughs> but yeah as she hugs Billy Vonda um, is on the soundtrack singing I'll Be There which I I'll love I'll Be There my favourite favourite song of Jackson 5 um, is it? yeah no way I'll Be There I Want You Back is my favourite nah that's, that's too obvious uh, yeah but because it's so good <laughs> I also like um, Dancing Machine Dancing Dancing Dance she's a dancing oh, machine I don't know that one that's a deep cut yeah that is a deep cut uh, anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> um, then we see, uh, there's like a classic montage ending scene. So Ali deals some, we see Ali dealing some cards in her PJs at home with some wine and with Renee. And they're, they're like sleep overnight. Yeah. And they're like, no, giggling, like having such a fun time. Ali's like, remember that time I gaslighted you? <laughs> like, oh yeah, that was great. Do it again. <laughs> so... Wrapped up with a nice nice little bow. And then um, John is staring out of his office window alone, which is sad. And then we see um, Billy and Georgia walking home with his hand over her shoulder, which is quite cute. And then we see Renee and Ali just like asleep in bed together. (laughs) All that gaslighting has tied them out and they've gone to bed. (laughs) And that's the end. Yeah. Ah, So, yeah. What an episode. How do you feel about uh, that episode, Alice, that... uh, as a, as a, you know, as part of the series, was it a good one for you to come in on? Uh, what? <laughs> You're I, like, I mean, no, it's it was horrendous. It's a good episode because poor Renee. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Terrible. And more so, actually, considering what you were saying earlier, which I didn't think about and I should have, um, about it being race-related as well. Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that yeah. up because I didn't. Yeah. I think I had, like, there was something that wasn't, there was something pinging in the back of my head, like, is some of this to do with her race? Like, not necessarily potentially with this episode, but more the... Just how they her, treat her. How they treat her, like, her being mm. super sexy. Sometimes I've been like, is this because she's, like, a sexy, voluptuous black woman? Yes. Um, yes, it is. Uh, but, I'm glad, <laughs> but I'm glad you've... Because because they juxtaposed it with Elaine doing similar behaviour and because, you know, this particular incident, it was with a black man. Mm. I think they've, you know, it's easy for you to just just try and give them the benefit of the doubt. But I think you're right to call it out. Yeah, Yeah. I really think it is like beautiful example of misogyny. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's almost, it's, it's, 
even though it's a good example, it's actually really quite subtle. Because, like, yeah. I would say we're all quite woke feminists. Well, we try to be. <laughs> we try. I mean, it's, a, it's you know, it's I a think, constant I, battle. I think, yeah, I think that... Uh, to, if, with yourself, to like, be aware white, of everything. We're all white women, so it's not... I, I think, like, uh, race stuff and, and other things that don't affect us personally yeah, can be harder hard to spot to sometimes. Yeah. But I think it's it's been a good lesson for me in like being like oh okay this is this is, this is this is a this is what I should have been looking out yeah, for exactly. and like Same. I will notice that more yeah. Yeah. so I think that's good yeah. time to educate yourself yeah. and this is and I you know this is why doing this podcast is so helpful because it's a good exercise in like yeah spotting Lift. these things yeah. and yeah. like being more um so, uh, like aware of your what is going on and what of the narratives yeah. that yeah. are being fed to you yeah, yeah exactly so yeah. I think that was really good yeah 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm it. the wokest one this episode. <laughs> we'll get you a trophy, don't worry. And um, so should we go into retrial? Yes, let's let's retrial. So it was uh, the Commonwealth versus Renee. So I think I said earlier in the episode that Michael was suing her. He's not. It's the Commonwealth that's, yeah. that's brought charges against her, criminal charges. Terrible. Um so it's not nothing to do with a civil sue. So I think obviously we all find in favour of Renee. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've literally yeah. just got like she did nothing wrong. No. no. And also, what she did was self-defence. Yeah, for sure. Like this idea that you can't be angry when you defend yourself, or it's not really defence. Yes. Like it's bullshit. It is because bullshit. I do think that her anger was the thing that saved her from oh, being yeah. raped or further physically assaulted, and. I did, like defending yourself out of a place of like primarily out of a place of fear yes. is probably not going to be that effective. I think you're more likely to make mistakes yes. that could cost you your life. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But if you get angry, if you're able to tap into that, if you're being attacked and get angry, like that can give you the focus that can give you an edge. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. you know, can, and I think uh, uh, this like, yeah, it reminded me a bit of the, um, the uh, not today motherfucker, like, yeah. woman. Do you remember this? Yeah. Like, it was last year, it was 2017, where uh, a runner in Seattle was, um, she was jogging through a park and she just stopped into, like, a public restroom to go to the loo and there was, like, a serial sex, like, a, offender waiting in the loo for her mm. and attacked her and actually had her like pinned down at one point on the ground and she she literally like a few weeks before taken self-defense classes and she managed to fight him off and she said the whole time I was saying not today motherfucker like not today (laughs) and it was just like she got angry and she fought him off she fought him off locked him in the bathroom and got the police like and like if she'd not and I think yeah it it saved her and I think that that that's the same with Renee she got angry rather than getting scared and it made it gave her the focus so the thing is men do that the entire time and it's fine because men are it's okay for men to be aggressive because Mm. that's just men yeah but like when women do it yeah and when black women do it, yeah, clearly, yeah. Um, it's 
it's like, oh no, but like you went too far. Yeah, yeah. too aggressive. No. Yeah, it's too like, angry. I'm sorry, there yeah. is no too far in if that you're situation. being attacked. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like you go until you are damn sure that they are not going to come back at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, put them down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying you kill them necessarily. No. But do you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. like, the fact yeah. is, she asked him to leave, and he was like, oh, this is just your game. And he ripped, tried to rip her clothes she, off. He did. And, and he put she, his hands and, on her boobs. Yeah, yeah. And, and aggressively. She, and that's when. It was so unpleasant. Yeah, it was to watch. so. Horrible. And they even flashed that back in this scene. Like, that's yeah. the bit of that yeah. assault that they flash back to. Yeah. When she's because telling it is her story. so unpleasant. But then it's like. You know, I'm right back on that. You know, they just they yeah. just juxtaposed it with this like, oh, you know, when I was a kid and they used to grab at me and like that triggered me into going too far. And it's like, so, no. no, she told him to go and he wasn't going. Yeah, he was getting violent. So what are you supposed to do? Exactly. Like what? Try and reason with him some more. Yeah, he's beyond reason now. Yeah. he's desi- He's decided you've led him this far. Yeah, he thought he was getting something. You're now telling him he's not. Well, I'm fucking entitled to that thing. Yeah. So I'm going to take it now. He's beyond reason. Yeah. Her only choice was to physically defend herself. Well, exactly. Like, Annie kept going... The, what really upset me was that Annie kept being like, you've got a problem, Renee. You've got a problem. I was like, the only problem she has is the fucking patriarchy. Yes, I've got yeah. that. I've got... Yeah. Because the patriarchy <laughs> is what has told Michael that he is entitled to her because of the actions yeah. that she's taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's bullshit. Yeah. It's just bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Verdict of the week. The jury's back. I don't know. Uh, I want to predict let's that we've with... all got the same one. But yeah, let's, let's go with Alice first. What's your verdict of the week? Renee, not guilty. Oh, <laughs> so we haven't. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, okay. And I think and... the whole discussion is That's fair enough. I've got the same. I've oh. got Renee, not guilty. Okay. She did nothing wrong. Uh, and she is not wrong to exist in the world the way that she does. No. Mm-hmm. And like I say, the only problem she has is the white supremacist patriarchy <laughs> and a shitty best friend. Yeah. So on that note, I thought I've gone the other way. So I've given Ali a guilty because okay. she was shit at the trial when she threw Renee yes. under the bus. True. She was shit with Billy and George's pregnancy by yes. inserting herself into the mm. into the situation, and she was shit with Renee. When she like gaslighted her yeah, with her yeah, whole entire thing. She was basically a total shit show. And I hate the way the show is dressing this up as her being the truth teller, good friend. Good for friend. Renee. Yeah. I'm like, no. Horrible. No. Uh, uh, Annie uh, is cancelled. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we should call the show Renee Raddick from now on. Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen a spin-off with I Renee. Know, that would have been I know, oh, well. I know. And it, uh, I just want to say, like, this is the only couple of episodes I can think of where Renee has her own proper storyline yeah. of her own yeah. that isn't about supporting Ali in her life and her story and all yeah. that kind of thing. And I'm just and sad the that fact this is that what's it, happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, she's treated in the way that she is by the show. Yeah. It's yeah. like, ugh. So disappointing. So, like, yeah. I think it needs a do-over. I think they need to remake these two episodes. (laughs) Somehow. Maybe we should do that. (laughs) We'll find someone to play the part of Renee. I'll play the part of John. (laughs) Uh, You're like one of the tallest women ever. I know. And you're going to play a little man. Yeah, sure. No, I, maybe we'll find better people like actors. 
I just think I just think it needs to be rewritten. Like the whole thing is it, I just, ridiculous. I yeah, I just think it's it's really it's almost as if it's written by a white man. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we've got Shonda Rhimes. this episode we are available on all the channels uh, mm-hmm. i believe we have i don't know where are we on twitter at bygones podcast um on instagram at bygones pod facebook bygones podcast just search for that and yes. then gmail uh, gmail on email i don't know uh, <laughs> email we are bygones podcast at gmail.com and we are always ready to take your feedback and your thoughts and you know feelings opinions opinions um and come and join us on on some of our socials because we have some good discussions and gifts on there yes we do but yeah until next time bye guys